Oh yeah, we back up in this thing. It is the highlight of my week and everybody's out there listening. Welcome to another great episode of Take a Shot to This Podcast. The podcast that gives you weekly updates to what's going on in the world. Where we discuss recent events, what we're currently watching from the latest TV shows and movies, our choice of artists of the week, the ever so controversial white privilege topic where we discuss all types of privileges, and of course situations. And let me tell you ladies and gentlemen, tonight we do have a special guest that I'm very excited for y'all to hear, but you'll hear a little more about that later on in the show. But until then, I'm your favorite, Jay Stu, and you can find me on all social media networks at the underscore jewelry underscore show and sitting next to me is my guy most wanted sipping on the jack let them know where they can find you at both <laughs> i gotta think of something for this uh your fave yeah I, yeah I, you I, always say second just yeah, leave that second i don't really like it though it's all right shit but happens anyway you got your boy most wanted here uh on facebook you can find me shiny most wanted crony actually we live right now um instagram um what's my name uh most wanted eight underscore eight tonight we got our god juice here where can they find you at juice what up, what up what up juice god in the building you can find me on all social media at juice god uh no underscores no nothing the original the og juice god og <laughs> well damn <laughs> we that's an intro that's an <laughs> intro for your ass <laughs> All right, y'all. So before we get started, please make sure you uh, reach out and try to follow us on all our social media networks. Uh, I would go down the list, but y'all know where we at by now. Ain't none of y'all uh, hoes new out here. We still need some uh, um, some ratings. Where's y'all ratings some and reviews at? I'm sick of it. We got more than enough listeners on a weekly basis, and the reviews is not matching up. Where you hoes at? Right. You know everybody got opinions. I, listen, we need to hear him. I, uh, and the only thing I'm saying is, I don't know. Actually, if it's not a five star, you can keep your bullshit to yourself. <laughs> e- email us on the side if it's not lit. If it's not lit, just keep the bullshit Stay to yourself. In the inbox. Yeah, ain't got time for that bullshit. <laughs> but we do got a jam packed show for y'all uh, this week. But before we j- jump into everything, how everybody's week weekend? What y'all get into since we last been on air? Um, I got a new phone. Uh, time. Turn up all you that tune in every week on my Facebook. Y'all probably can tell the difference because the camera is better. Um, <laughs> but um, that's pretty much all I did was besides get a new phone and do a little bit of work. Most wanted was the one where his phone, like he would have to delete stuff in order to take pictures and stuff. So Man, it was sad. This new phone is a, is a milestone. I must say, I'm still finding myself deleting pictures. You don't have to do pictures. it no more. You don't have to do it no more. It they're, they're here to stay. It was sad. It's all good man juice guy what about you how's your weekend weekend man my week was great so um for those who don't know me and riggs threw a little party at bravo ocean uh last thursday lit and man it was great we had a great turnout riggs got to hit the stage do his thing and it was a lot of fun man so Thanks to everybody who came out. We turned up a little bit for the one time. You know what I mean? I seen all the stories. And everybody looked turned. It was. Man, you should have been there. It was, if it y'all, was live. See, my invitation got lost. Uh, they oh, said, no, they said I got one. You got lost. They said like, I got one. The invitation was remember. not lost. You got oh, lost. Okay. Oh, it was okay. definitely lit, though. Like, if y'all follow me on Instagram at the underscore, underscore jewelry show, like, you definitely seen the stories. Uh, my guy was up there, and you'll definitely get a chance to hear from uh, Riggs later on he, We're gonna do a little Q&A with him So y'all can learn more about him um, But my weekend was cool Like outside of that uh, I had class Y'all know I've been studying for this PHR Back in school I feel like I'm um, in college again How was that this past week? 
weekend. It was cool. We talked about money. So anytime you talk oh. about money, like it kind of catches your attention. Are you learning anything? It's a lot. It's a lot of material. Oh. Like it's a whole lot of laws out here. Let me tell y'all one thing though. I have learned. All of y'all companies are out here breaking the law. <laughs> every every last single one. Hold on. What you mean? What what's the biggest law they breaking? Uh. I honestly wouldn't even know where to begin to tell you. Oh, so it's that many, huh? Is it the reality? Because there's so much that embodies, like, the HR knowledge. Like, there's no way for anybody to really, like, cover everything without bending the rules a little bit. So, that's we really just learning how to continue to break the law and uh, not get caught, Call. basically. That, that, True. That, this is my job as an HR professional. So, shit happens. <laughs> Uh, but that's all good Well Like I said We're going to hear from my guy Riggs later on But up, up until that point We're going to go ahead And talk about what the buzz is this week What's the buzz? buzz. So I mean I'm not going to say it was a slow week I feel like the week has just been um, Kind of heavily focused on one particular thing uh, Which we will get into that a little later uh, But one thing that did kind of come up That I wanted to bring up Our good old Apple So Apple doesn't uh, disappoint well, I shouldn't say they don't disappoint. They're just always up to some bullshit. Uh, right. Yeah. So normally we should be kind of uh, waiting on what's the new iPhone series that's coming out in September? Did they give it a, a letter and number yet? It X- will be the 11th, though, wouldn't it? XRLM. Expensive. 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 That sounds about right. So along with these updates that's going to be coming out, one thing that they went on hit and release is that they're actually going ahead and getting rid of the iTunes. So what they're going to do is, I guess, instead of encompassing everything under iTunes as far as TV shows and movies to buy, music to buy, podcasts to listen to, they're going to go ahead and break it up into three different like apps, so to speak, where it is kind of be music will solely be music. And they obviously have mainly been pushing their whole Apple music thing, trying to get those streams up. Uh, competing with like Spotify and Tidal and shit like that so and then they'll have just a solid Apple TV thing the interesting thing about the Apple TV is they're they're gonna start pulling a Netflix and having like their own original content so I thought that was kind of interesting I'm interested to see what kind of content they're gonna put out there and to see if they can kind of get some shows or movies out there that make splashes like House of Cards and Sneaky Pete like other original shows from uh, other streaming services um, the only thing that's kind of annoying me about this is Is it me or is this already done? That's is what, this that's already what on our phone? That's what I was thinking I was like who use iTunes anymore? Yeah like right. I, don't, I don't really go to iTunes yeah. To like purchase anything so. It sounds a lot worse than it is Cause like we grew up with iTunes And yeah. we're so yeah. used to getting our, all our music on there And stuff like that But when's the last time you put a CD in your computer And ripped it and Oh, I just added Damn. that to my iTunes. I actually um, forgot about that shit. Right. Because, like, they don't even, like, laptops nowadays don't even come with the CD drives anymore. Nope. Yeah, it's a dead technology. It's the new cassette tape. Damn. So, hold on. This, you said something in there that was, um, so how does, is the music on your iTunes and everything just goes away? No. Or? So, one thing they did point out, they were like, all the music that you do have is going to go ahead and transfer. So, what will basically happen is, all the music will go into their Apple Music slot. Okay. Any podcast you have will solely go to the podcast slot, and then the movies and TVs and that. They're just literally getting rid of like that iTunes um, icon, pretty much. Gotcha. Um, I don't want to call it blah news, but it was kind of blah news. Like it made everybody all worry, like, oh shit, they're deleting iTunes. But when they broke it down, it was like, y'all niggas is removing an icon. Yeah, because that's why I was thinking. I was like, shit, I removed that icon by myself. 
I know I didn't remove it. It's still <laughs> I there. did. I mean, I already have the uh, nine ninety nine a month. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't use the iTunes at all. Yeah, for what? I I guess my thing is because are people still and I guess juices may hit you a little bit. Are people even purchasing from iTunes anymore? And the reason why I ask that is because if you got Apple Music, you can pretty much just stream everything that you want anywhere for that nine ninety nine a month. Right. So if you're paying a, a streaming service monthly, it doesn't really make sense to buy the albums at this point. I mean, if you want to go out your way to, to support your favorite artist, that's cool. But Ariana Grande. Nah, right. I do do that. She got the purchase. Right. Right. Yeah, Show she didn't love. get the purchase. But honestly, like I know for me personally, I don't really go out and buy albums like that anymore. It's like I can just stream it. It just makes more sense to stream it real quick. So your favorite artist, you don't buy albums either? No. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, fuck that. No. I don't know. It, it was kind of pointless, <laughs> but I mean, it, shout out to Apple. I'm sure there will be more leaks kind of coming up as uh, the coming months come up. Normally, mm-hmm. up until September when they normally release the new phones, they have all kind of other bullshit that's coming out. So. So, but you did say they were about to start creating their like own shows and yeah. Like, oh, okay. So I'm really interested about that. Like that's the move nowadays. Like I'm talking to more and more people who aren't necessarily getting cable um, and things like that because they get these streaming services and motherfuckers don't need it. They have more and more shows that are submitting pilots and stuff to streaming services instead of like big networks like ABC yeah. and Fox. Like that's what I have. Well, actually, my dumb ass have the streaming service plus uh, cable. I mean, I do, too. But I also don't pay for the streaming services. Like, I have my friend's Hulu, one friend's Hulu account, and another friend's Netflix. I have Amazon, so I do my part. But, no, nah, like, it, it's pointless. Like, people aren't really, like, bopping cable like that. So, no. I don't know. I ain't blaming uh, Netflix. So Or not Netflix, iTunes for uh, Apple for getting on their shit. I mean, people forgot Corporate. about them. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's kind of mute. <laughs> right. Mute What's like this fucking topic. So we're going to go ahead and jump on to the next one. Good transition. Um, So one thing that I'm going to go ahead and give Fulton County props to down here in uh, Atlanta, Georgia, which is something that I do not do often. Um, Shout out to them. They have decided to offer up a program for men to expunge record for Father's Day. So let me go ahead and break this down. And this came from the uh, AJC a pretty popular magazine down here and pretty much is just saying that men looking to clear the criminal record of misdemeanors could get assistance through a program offered by Fulton County Solicitor's Office. The Father's Day Expungement Program is what they're calling it allows men to clear their record of petty crimes the Fulton Solicitor's Office announced in the news release. Now, of course, they're being pretty ambiguous of what these petty crimes are and what these misdemeanors are. So I'm kind of interested if like motherfuckers would drug charges and some other things like pretty much what's going to be obsolete they're being mm-hmm. pretty like vague about that um but you mainly are able to register to qualify for the program up until june 16th which is father's day so i mean what do y'all think i think it's kind of dope that they're doing something for the community but what are, are we thinking this is going to make any, any kind of impact um, I think it's gonna make an impact. Uh, just because I mean it's a free service. Um, a lot of times when you getting um things expunged and stuff like that, you have to get a lawyer and pay all this money. So I mean, I think it's pretty dope that they're uh, you know, uh, rolling out this um this little uh, program or whatever. So yeah, um, I think it's gonna make a big difference. Uh, it's kind of like one of those out of sight, out of mind things. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. if you're not personally going through it, you're not really knowing what kind of inconveniences it's bringing up for you. So, I'm all for it, man. Um, you know, 
we should be more for rehabilitating and letting people improve and change their lives for the better as opposed to letting mistakes affect people permanently yeah. for the rest of their lives. So now it's real and the fucking legal system we talk about it all the time just about how kind of like trash it is and the reality is especially down here in georgia they're not big on expunging down here for whatever reason i don't yeah. know what it's about so the fact that they're willing to do this i think probably because it's a red state well, yeah mm-hmm. we already know how that go so i mean it's dope obviously when you have criminal background uh criminal records it's really hard to kind of find employment to you know kind of better yourselves for your family uh, and it normally turns into like this just vicious cycle kind of going back into crime so i know my job ridiculous difficult background checks like yeah it, it i i'm surprised at the amount of people that we're able to hire because how strict ours is so hopefully getting this expunge will kind of like clean a lot of this up for people you know recently what i've um and actually you know you kind of live in this county but um i've been running a lot of background checks lately uh at work and like Gwinnett County, like they're very strict on even like these petty misdemeanors and things like that. So this program definitely will help a lot of those kind of people that have charges in Gwinnett. Like even um, I have um, somebody that I ran a background check that has been almost uh, three months now, which normally a background check only take two days, two days to a week to really come through. And like it's been almost a little over two months and they still uh, back. Nah, drop them. That's that's fucking ridiculous. I think the longest I've had was about three weeks. Yeah. And even after that, we're like, yeah, like something's up. Well, I called and they were just like, um, well, Gwinnett, like, is kind of backed up right now. They're they ch- changing their process of background checks. So that's really what's taking so long. But mm, I don't know. Only thing I'm going to say is uh, for you niggas that actually do go through this program and get your shit expunged. Please don't be a dumbass and get something put back on your record within the next year. Like, take advantage of the opportunity. It's a blessing. Uh, really roll with it. Do something good with your life. Just, you know, elevate to the next level. Like, level up, as Sierra would say. Uh, <laughs> Jay Money's favorite person in the world. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying, though, I think that's probably the thing. Like, take advantage of kind of what's out there for you and don't let this just kind of fall to the wayside. Well, I'm going to leave y'all with this um, on that. Um... So basically, with this program, you can apply online. You don't even have to be in person to apply. Um, so if you do want to apply, if you know anybody or even if you fall in that category, um, go to www.fultonrestorativejustice.org and check them out. What and we'll actually go ahead and post it on our... Yeah. Um, on our um, what the fuck we got? On our Twitter. We'll post it on Social Instagram. Media. We're going to post it on all that shit. <laughs> Listen, let me go ahead and be very transparent to our listeners. Uh, Juice God and Riz got us out here like we in the uh, recording studio in the wee hours with the birds chirping to record this podcast for y'all. I'm about to wake up, though. I'm about to wake up. <laughs> hey, this normal musician time. They, like, they think we I'm wide us. awake right now. I'm good. Yeah, I think I, I slipped a little bit. I ain't been in a recording uh, session in a long time. Uh-oh. Yeah, so... I mean, you I'm could, a little dry right you now. You could dust off the skills, and you know, Juice Car could get you a beat going real I quick. I mean, you know, all, oh, I, yeah. all I need is you know me a little jack, uh, which I got it. Okay, that's, okay. that's going to hype me up. Okay, <laughs> that's all I need. Damn fool, that's um, what you had, uh, Michelle's birthday. Yeah, look, only thing I drink is Jack. Like Jack is in my blood. I always oh, say God. it's the only man I ever loved. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, that's all I need. Jack. But let's get into our next story. I don't even know what to say on that one. 
What you don't know what to say? Nothing, man. I, I enjoy you and your jack. Oh, okay. I, I absolutely do. But anyway, our good? next story. Um, I don't know if uh, I, a lot of the fellas here tonight they they weren't fucking with it, but um, <laughs> now we look like assholes, right? Um, but anyway, this next story. Um, I don't know if y'all been watching, but Netflix just released a new series called When They See Us. Um, it's about uh, the Central Park Five, um, which basically um, in 1995, uh, teenagers uh, were wrongfully convicted um, of a raping of a white jogger. In the park You know that happened on your birthday? I know That's why I remember the date it's actually kinda, kinda mm. fucked up I was I turned How old did I turn? Nigga you were just born Oh wait no Never mind Sorry you're old I, I forgot <laughs> No, I, Yeah I turned a year old I was born at 88 A year So yeah it was My 89 ass. Sorry go ahead Bitch how old do you think I am? I don't know I wasn't, oh, okay. even, I wasn't even conceived at that time Bitch, So that, yo, that ain't my business Your mama was fucking though Whoa! Whoa! Whoa. Look, Whoa. look, look! If you're talking if, about mama, if you know cat cat, uh, I'm gonna leave it at that. Wow! wow. I'm gonna leave it at that. Wow! It's mother's time. All right. Cool. Hold on. Where was Corey at? Because I know Corey was crawling in diapers somewhere. I think Corey was born like '88 or something. Uh, exactly. She, your mama was fucking. Exactly. Whoa! <laughs> why do we keep bringing up my mama <laughs> fucking? All right. <laughs> All right, but you know these uh, teenagers—they range from the age fourteen to sixteen years old—and they were sentenced from uh, six to thirteen years. Thirteen years being the sixteen-year-old that was tried as an adult. Uh, <laughs> y'all still on this mama fucking? Yeah, yes. like, my feelings is hurt. I mean, she was. I'm probably gonna, I'm probably gonna call her in a little bit. <laughs> Be like, yeah, most wanted definitely called you a hoe on the air. Your mama know I love her. Wow. I didn't call her hold on. You know me and your mama have personal conversations. This is what this is what I heard them listeners heard. <laughs> Y'all ain't hear that though. All I'm saying is she had a child in '88 <laughs> that was. <laughs> what are we doing? Oh, oh, okay. Let's get back. Let's get back to uh, the Central Park Five. Um, but basically, um, the attack on this woman, she was left in a coma for 12 days. Trisha, Trisha. Um, What's her last name? Melly. Melly. Trisha Melly. That's her. Like from um, Scandal. Oh, Melly. The the uh, ding, 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 Melly. Get oh. you all uh, smart and shit. She was a white bitch too. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, she was a white woman. Um, but she woke up um, after twelve days being in a coma and she didn't remember anything. And the reason why I say that because you'll know um, in the case when I kind of give you this background. But basically, the police had, um, it was 30 kids on the day of April 19th, um, 1989, 30 kids in the park. And the night that these kids were in the park, um, they were kind of, you know, they teenagers. They, niggas, was, they was doing teenager shit. shit. No, they, being they niggas was, and tearing shit they up. Was, they was doing teenager shit. But because that happened, this same night so happened, this lady got raped. And these some young black kids, so... This bitch um, ass prosecutor trying to oh. make a name for herself. So, you know, she using these little ass kids. Actually, was 11 suspects um, that was in this case, but only five ended up, uh, which were Antoine McCray, Kevin Richardson, Raymond Santana, um, Carrie Wise, and Youssef Salim. So they got these kids to confess to a crime that they didn't con uh, commit. I, so I didn't well, hold on because I didn't watch the Netflix um, docu series dingy that they got. So how did they coerce them into like making this confession? So because that's still not clear to me. So basically, what happened was these kids were interrogated for 
up to about 30 hours straight, like mm-hmm. with no breaks. Mm-hmm. 30 hours straight, no breaks. Um, without parents, without legal um, um, representation. representation. And when the parents found out, some of the parents came, but like I know one situation, like a dad was there. And basically, the dad had a background. So the police was like, we know where you work. Like, we're going to pull this your background or whatever. And basically kind of scared the dad a little bit. So the dad ended up telling the son, just tell these police what they want to hear. So he he's the one who got his son to make a false confession because of he didn't want to be looked at. Damn. Yeah. That's what it's up. Yeah, that's a fucked up story. Um, That's a sacrifice. What what's the sacrifice? His son? Yeah. Yeah, it's fucked up. And the thing about that story is like even when after everything, whatever, like the dad didn't even come to court for the son. Come on. That, he's worried about he, that he, background. He left the whole family. <laughs> he left the mom, the son, like that was fucked up. He's so I don't know worried about his background still. I mean like the dad, he had already went to prison and uh, did his time and everything. He was, but I'm thinking from what I got from it, like he didn't tell his job about the background, so he probably put on. Oh. I don't know if that's true, but that's what I got from the conversation with um, him and the detective that was doing the interrogation. I mean, it makes sense because it's not like background checks were that like granular back then. Yeah. Like if you, they probably just took your word at it and maybe called a couple of references. Yeah, but speaking of that, like I just kind of did uh, a little research, but about 50,000 people a year are wrongfully convicted because of false confessions um, after being interrogated for hours and hours at a time. That's a big number. That's a, That's huge, a huge number. And, you know, these and those are adults like these were kids ranging, like I said, from 14 years old to 16 years old with no adults present and no legal counsel and the those that were present there was one situation um one of the little boys his big sister were there was there and she kept saying no but the little boy was like i said they were interrogated for 30 hours straight so little boy they just wanted to go home the police was like if you if you do this like you'll get to go home so little boy's like just please sign it and I mean, his sister seen him breaking down in front of him, so she just signed it because they believed like he was going home right after this. Mm-hmm. Which, I wonder what the laws were back then. Like, I don't know when they put in place that whole law about having to have a lawyer present or like a parent, like when the child's being interrogated. Like, I don't know when that law became like. Ain't that like the Fifth Amendment or something, though? No. What's the Fifth Amendment? I don't, what the fuck? I don't think I don't, it's that. Yeah. What, what's the Fifth? Think. You, uh, uh, J Money. I'm almost. What's the Fifth not Amendment? The fifth Amendment. Look up the Fifth Amendment. We're gonna come back to that. I feel like that's the Fifth Amendment. Look up the Fifth Amendment. The Fifth Amendment. No. You don't know. Look no, it I up. I wasn't really. I'm over here doing. I'm doing the research on this. Well, shit, when bro. you get done, Fifth look Amendment. Up. That's the one we ain't got to say now, right? I don't know. I yeah, want you to look it up. Yeah, pleading the fifth is like that's when you saying you don't you don't you not admitting guilt or innocence. Uh, well, I mean, I guess it's going there some kind of where. Nope, I don't know what you were talking about. I think it's going there some kind of where. But nah, that's what the fifth. It's going there some kind of where. Jesus, look it up. Look it up, nigga. I just told you what the fifth amendment. You don't know. You know who not to call for legal representation. I'm telling you, the fifth amendment there somewhere. But anyway, basically, with this case, with this case, they were um they found they had DNA and they um found out none of the boys DNA were um in this case and they actually had a eyewitness 
And when he was on the stand, they asked him, did he see anybody that was in a courtroom um, there or the perpetrator? And he said it was only one person and none of these kids are that person that I've seen. But they still ended up convicting, you know, these kids. So in 2002, a man named uh, Matios Reese, some Hispanic man. Look, y'all know I'm fucked up with names. <laughs> I blame it on the parents. Like, hey, y'all naming these kids shit I can't pronounce. Yo, yo no BS. I thought it was Italian, but how you said <laughs> Look, I, I don't know Mar- if it's Italian. Say Mario? I, I said Marius, Marius, Reese. I'm gonna say that. Okay, let's look, uh, look, Jesus. he ain't black. That's all I'm saying. But um, <laughs> in 2002, a man named Marius Reese, oh uh, which was a convicted murderer and a serial rapist, he actually confessed to raping that jogger um, in 1989, and his DNA evidence actually matched, uh, you know, his confession. So uh, the five gay, the, I said gays. The five guys were vacated of all charges, and later they sued the city of New York in 2003. But they later won 41 million dollars in 2014, which was bullshit. Because didn't they originally sue for like 250 or something? Yeah, and actually the it was only three. It was five of the kids, you know, but yeah. only three of them actually sued, which was uh, Antoine McCray, uh, Kevin Richardson, and Raymond Santana. Can we talk about what the fuck the legal system looked like back in 89 or 90 to the point I'll where tell you what it looked like Rodney King was getting beat up uh, Rodney was getting that ass tapped Man imagine paper. something like that going down With no social media yeah, yeah, like that's another thing. How does the word even get out? It, well, it's just crazy because you have to think about it. They had no DNA tying these kids to this, even though there was DNA found on and in the, the victim. And then they also had an eyewitness saying that, like, oh no, I do not see the perpetrator here. Mm-hmm. So you have all this evidence where obviously this should put guilt, or not guilt, but um, what's the word? Shit, when you can't necessarily. Shit, innocence. The motherfuckers like they ain't have no evidence. No, I said, but they, they didn't like. There's enough doubt. There was enough stuff that obviously show that there's doubt that these people did not do these crimes, and they still want to hit and prosecute these niggas. And they waited for somebody else to confess, mm-hmm. and then it wasn't even like immediately. It still took time for them to go ahead and get these men now, release them, and then I know you're probably gonna get into this. They sued the city. The city took. T- 10 years actually in that like the when they first uh filed suit it was a different mayor in yes. office and you know he denied her like he just basically just didn't that was a nigga that was also down with racial profiling too i forget his mm-hmm. name but that that was that one he was uh <laughs> that's your boy's friend that's trump's buddy I mean, actually, speaking of Trump, he played uh, a major cool. he played a major part in this case. Shocker. Um, which I think um he spent eighty five thousand dollars on um advertising in an mm-hmm. ad or whatever, and he spent the eighty five thousand on four of the major uh newspapers in New York at the time. And basically it was just talking about bringing back the death penalty and he specifically was talking about these kids like killing these kids so even after they was um vacated of all charges he still released a statement saying well they admitted to guilt like they played some kind of part in this like even after the evidence showed that they had any nothing to do with this case anything wow 
I mean, I think everybody knew. If I'm being honest, I think the prosecutor knew that them kids didn't do it. I think the judge knew that them kids didn't yeah. do it. I think it was just that thing at the time that was like, we got this confession. This is obviously a very public case. And, I mean, at the end of the day, these are five kids of color. Like, nobody's really giving a fuck about them back then anyway. That's basically what it was. Like, it was a high-profile case. Yes. The lady um, was trying to make a name for herself. And she succeeded. And, and she did. Uh, let me tell y'all what this whole name is. So, what actually she deleted all her social media right now so y'all can't really fuck with her too much unless yeah, she's trying to street. go ghost now hey, unless she I got about the it there she didn't resign from her uh position that she's currently in she was on some school board she didn't came off that she didn't got her money and she was like let me just sit the fuck back because i'm not about to be attacked so you know her name is uh linda fairstein i want y'all to remember that damn name but you know she's she's an author and the uh, best-selling author actually and the a prosecutor that was in the case basically what happened is she got when this story came out 13,000 uh students just in two days uh signed a petition to get her removed from the board and she basically tried to act like you know well I, I just don't want any bad press to come to the school so i'm just she basically tried to take over the situation say she was resigning because of that but she actually was forced to resign i mean so i have right. a question if you have a job and your job is for you pretty much like just a lawyer for you to defend somebody or put someone to jail like this is your job can we really black i have yes. to play advocate can we like her job is to put these kids away she yeah, yes but, yes but it's supposed to be justified true true and i mean and at the point should she have probably done i mean not should she they broke so I many mean, laws in this case. obviously she was she should have done her due diligence and she probably should have made sure that they were getting the right people but well, i mean hold on. <clears throat> hold on i know you're not about to get trying to make an excuse or give it's pass. called devil's advocate why is he on the mic <laughs> Let's calm down. Nah, cause it, I, I really want to know. So how how are you? I don't, I don't even know all the details. But how are you going to justify this woman's? There's action? not a justification. I'm asking though. Her job at the end of the day was to try go ahead and try that case and put those individuals away. She did her job. I'm not saying so, it's right. No, I'm saying that's no, her so, job. So, so, no, I'm no, asking. No, I'm asking a legit job. question. No, I'm asking a legit question. <clears throat> so you think that her job is just to put people in jail? No, that's not the only point of her no, job. I'm, no, I'm, I'm confused because you're saying that's her job was to go in and win that case. Yes. Even if they the person is innocent, that that's your that's that's your that's, that's how I'm you saying perceive. she did her job. Now, was her ethics broken? Obviously, is she right? No, I'm saying she did her job though. She did. She did her job at that no, time. I, that, I, that's, well, I, I disagree with even, that because even if at it's the end only, of the day, if so you if it's on the if it's on the other foot and you're defending a murderer, and let's say you know that this person did it, isn't it your job to still defend them and make sure that they do not they do not get time? No, that's that that's no, an because, integrity no, no, thing. No, because if they if that person admits to you. That they killed that person, then you are not supposed to defend them. That's that, not true. No, that is true. That's not true. Yes, it is true. Oh, because you worked at a law office in high school. I know. I no, did. I'm, did you? No, no, man, no I don't okay. agree with that. Many oh, lawyers, this, many this lawyers defend sure. guilty people. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 they're, they're not supposed to. Though. No, they're supposed to. They're supposed no, that's they're their not. job. No. It, it's, your your um client is supposed to tell, tell you everything, you, yeah. so you right. can use that. Now you you're not supposed to necessarily lie, which is why they'll never ask a lawyer like. And Did that's your my whole point of. XYZ? I think that we've gotten so caught up in the whole fact just because they can admit to them that that doesn't mean that you're supposed. At the end of the day, I think everyone in America's got this shit so fucked up. At the end of the day, right and right is wrong is wrong. 
regardless of whether the fact, okay, if I tell you that you did something wrong, you can go up there and lie for me, right? But technically, his job is not to lie to us. Yes. So if the if the moment that we accept that that's okay, in my opinion, that's what we already starting fucked up. Now that may be the reality of it, but if you just in there opening your mouth saying that that's just okay, that's not okay. Nobody's saying and, it's and, okay. And, and what, these, we're, what we're saying is that these individuals have jobs. That, 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 that's right, what it comes that's down still, to. That's the bullshit they, part about it, though. You can call it what you want to. They have a job, and they knew what they signed up for. So just like as a prosecutor, her job was to go ahead, and this is the case, and these are the people who are being brought up on the charges, she's supposed to make those charges stick. Just like when you flip the side, and they're the uh, defender defending a murderer, they're supposed to make sure that those charges go away. At any cost. Now, they're not supposed to lie. They're not supposed to have people lie. But what they're going to do is go around the truth. They're going to nitpick and break down the other person's um, arguments so they can go ahead and get that off. Nobody's saying it's and that's, right. And that's why, there's no real, that, that's why there's no real guilty party at the end of the day. If nah, you really if you take that nah, and it's value. No, I mean, and and because the winners and everybody's losers. fuck yeah, it's winners that, and losers. But that's different than being guilty. Everybody's fucking guilty. Sure. You just win and lose. At, at that's what of, I'm saying. But that's what we're talking about. And, and their job is to up. their job is to win. win. Yeah. Period. Like it's not a moral thing right now. Like right, we, right. we can all say that. No, maybe if she was on some moral high ground, she shouldn't. Have she, took the her case. thing should have been some moral shit because these were kids, and she knowingly knew that they were innocent. And that's my whole thing is that we set, her her, up, we set her up to be able to, you know, justifiably do that because, oh, that's her job. Even her, you know boss, even her bosses knew that those kids were innocent and they actually were trying to tell her not to take that case because they knew they're innocent. She was trying to get a name for herself because she knew it was a high profile case and it was easy, especially at that time, to blame, you know, some black kids. I mean, in the reality, let's keep it 100. Her bosses are honestly just trying to make her the scapegoat at this time because when you're in that situation, they can they can drop a case. No, this is no, this was then her bosses then. Right. Well, I'm just they could have dropped that case. They could have easily been like, "We're not taking this case. It's dead." Like, no, they allowed her to continue. I think she kind of. I think she kind of because it was a high profile. They kind of like it was going to be obviously. She wanted it, and she wanted it, and they. They wanted it too. I think they were conflicted between the because the high profile case and then their morals with the kids. Okay, I got one. So if the kids were white kids, hell what, no. What changes? What changes? First of all, them damn white kids wouldn't have never been uh, interrogated without no parents. Dude. Right. The white kids would have not. not in, in, that's a good question, but I just think the reality of it is, the white kids they would have had either if, if their parents personally couldn't provide that for them, it would have been some white male or woman there that would have caught wind of it. It would have actually. Made I think sure that they, they, got I the think right that they would have had a, a. They would have had a, a better defense. Right. That's I what I'm saying. White, white kids. White kids would have had a better defense, and and. There probably would have been more effort into really verifying if they did or did not. Yeah, do it. wouldn't be no. Doctor I'm man. not. I'm not. I'm not yeah. saying that 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 case would not have proceeded. I just think that like the stakes would have been up a little and, higher. And even that, like one of the the five kids, which was uh, Yosef, his brother was a lawyer then, and he actually was was there at the time and seeing what was going on. He's like, why are y'all? Um, interviewing these kids without parents or guardians, they actually put his brother out and tried to get his brother terminated from where he was working because his brothers stood up and knew what was going on. But 
you know. Hey, he, they were just like doing their job, man. Sounds like a bad lawyer. You just got to let them yeah. do their job. That's what they teach you. I mean, the thing was, yeah. like, everybody was, you know, involved with, like, the police department, like, the prosecutor's office. Like, they all were in it together. So, the documentary on Netflix, is it like a one-episode thing or is it a series? Um, It's a series, a mini-series. How is it? Uh, I mean, let me tell you, it's I I know y'all ain't watched it, but I feel like y'all should watch it. But mm-hmm. definitely, if you watch it, um, you're gonna have to go in it with um. Actually, I don't know how you're gonna go into it because I've actually felt every emotion on there. Like I would be I'm pissed good. off. I'm good on watching it. I've actually been. It would be some parts that yeah, make I'm you good. a little happy. Yeah, I'm I've good. been I've been good this year with the whole like. Negativity and the racism and the sexism. I mean, it's gonna like make that. you see a couple of people and wanna and fuck them up on site. But I do feel like you know the story. I'm glad the story is being told. I'll say that. Told again. Did told you know again. This, yeah. Did yeah. you know this was made back in like 2012? 12, yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, I wonder what Whoa. made them. Yeah. Like it was literally recently told. Um, but I think it was a white person that like kind of yeah. directed the story. I don't know if that had something to do with it or not. Uh, but shout out to Ava DuVernay Like she clearly is out yeah. here like I like the fact that Like I said The kids like They were being teenagers Doing some dumb shit In the park that night I like that she told That whole story though mm-hmm. Like she didn't Make the kids like in Well they were innocent But I mean that night She did show like Them harassing a couple people In the park And things like that Which I mean That was the truth But yeah, it was out there On some fuck shit Yeah but if y'all haven't watched it, I I recommend you watch mm-hmm. it. Um, mm-hmm. This remind me of Mississippi Burning, boy. You know, it's just certain movies you don't need to. I mean, to watch for, it. So for you gotta me, be in that right mindset. For me, be, all it, slave it, movies kind of piss me off. Yeah, but, I, don't, but I don't watch Burn no slave movies. Yeah. They Miss, all kind of piss me off. Mississippi Burn wasn't a slave movie though, but it kind of had a similar feel to this. You know what I'm saying? Like if you watching, you got to be around some Caucasian folks the next day. Yeah, yeah. It, it's gonna cross your mind at some point. So yeah. I mean. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Y'all so angry. I mean, look, the movie gonna piss you off. Hey, I just like watching people go in and punch the clock. They just doing their job. <laughs> He's so bitter about this. I would say unplug his mic, but he kind of controls that. <laughs> I know, right? But listen, y'all, if y'all do check out the documentary, uh, let us know what you think about it. I mean, I personally won't be watching it, like I said, but like I've kind of read up on the stories. Um, I'm interested to see how how this is gonna go now that it's getting like more and more public traction in today's thing. Oh, I was I heard that they're trying to reopen like all of that all of those DA's cases from back mm-hmm. then. Mm, um yep. because they are saying that she that how she kinda been through. Oh actually stuff. that she she actually is actually been cases of hers that have besides that case that were overturned because of wrong convictions. Yeah, homegirl out here was like any means necessary. Yeah. That's the kind of lawyer I want on my side. No. Yeah, she will. Yeah, I mean, on Shit. your side. You got me fucked mm-hmm. up. I'll take shotty. She ain't fucking with you, black niggas. Oh, that's unfortunate. Hey, man, let that lady do her job. Right. <laughs> the fuck? Mm-mm. Look, I ain't going up against her. I'm, I'm cool. Make me beat the case. Shit. Shit. And the last thing, like the guys, actually, they're suing for what actually this case is ongoing. They're suing for extra fifty-two million dollars in damages. Which, that don't that which, don't make up for no jail time. No, it, it doesn't. Don't. Like when people get out of jail and they've been wrongfully convicted and they've been in them bitches for 10, 20, and 30 and 40 years, I'm like, there's no amount of money that can get me half of a fucking lifetime back. Yeah. No amount of money. No BS. 30 days in jail. Like, that's a long Look, that's this a long nigga time. left me in jail for three days and I was going crazy. Ooh. Oh, so it was three you, days. We you were in jail, jail was for three days. 36 hours. Like, we uh, are not about to keep we going, gonna going over go there, but We ain't going to go there, but I'm just saying, I agree with Juice. Let it go. Bitch, 
All that sounds too long to me. What it is. The shortest I was in jail was for like eight hours. And I was going crazy then. (laughs) How how would you only live for eight hours? You sure you was in jail? Yeah, I was in jail. I know when I'm going to jail. But uh-huh. yeah, okay, that's a different story. But yeah, yeah, we yeah. we gonna bypass that. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, all right. Well, G Money, since you've been on the mic, we gonna go ahead and let you get your participation award today. <laughs> I thought y'all were doing the interview. No, you already here. We might as well do the evolution part. Oh, okay, cool. Just a quick little background about hip hop, um, the origin of it, and everything like that. Um, it's mixed stories about it because hip hop really it, it, it came to the scene in the late seventies, nineteen seventy nine was when it really hit the scene. But hip hop had really been going along for a long time before, and we just don't really have much of a track record of it because it was, you know, in mostly predominantly black neighborhoods and wasn't a lot of exposure there. No one really helped really put it out. So. Technically, what they're claiming is the first hip hop record of all time was Sugar Hill Gang's "Rappers Delight." Oh, I think I've heard of that. You I mean, heard of Sugar Hill. Yeah, I'm about to say. I think everyone's at least heard of it. You know, now right. for, for our for our age group, I think everyone in here is either like 20s or maybe early 30s. So, I mean, for us, for us, for us, our hip hop wasn't then. That was like your daddy's hip hop. Look, I know Tupac and Biggie. That's what I'm saying. I told you, Mama thought Tupac was my daddy. <laughs> Uh, he on that thug's passion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now who's mama out here fucking? Oh, <laughs> oh look, look, look! look. It done coming back. It done coming <laughs> back around. Y'all know that definitely surf. Look, yeah. Damn, hip hop. Tell her truth. She was on tables and everything. She tell her truth. Oh, not at the juke joint. Not at the juke joint on the table. She tell her truth. That is East Side. You know what the with the with the shortcut on one side, the long cut on the other side. That was their style back then. Damn. Look, she tell her truth. Hey, Tina was probably a whole snack back there. I'm here for it. Uh-uh, get back to hip hop. Her, <laughs> hey, her name Tina. Tina seemed like she. Hey, Tina Turnup. Listen, <laughs> Tina Turnup. All right, all Tina right. Turnup. That's a good name. <laughs> all right, so yeah, so now, so I guess kind of going back into that. Um, hip hop started around then. It kind of transitioned to the what you were talking about, the bebop era. You know, you had your, you know, your Public Enemies, your Eric B's, Rakim's. You know, even like uh, uh, people like the BC Boys and things like that. So that kind of helped, kind of make bring hip hop to the scene. That's when you start to go to a party or to a club or someone you might hear a hip hop record here or there. So that's kind of what helped kind of globalize it a little bit. And then what really started the controversy for hip hop would be like your late 80s, uh, NWA, you know, Ice Cube, Dr. Dre, you know, all that type of stuff, the gangster rap of hip hop. Come on, gangster. Kind of got a turn. So, I mean, but for me, my favorite part of hip hop was the early 90s coming in. You know, you got your West Coast rap coming, you know, you got your Tupac. Big, I mean, you got your East Coast Biggie, you got everything like that, and then you hit our era, which is I would say the, the prime time of hip hop, early 2000s. And that's when you kind of had your record labels coming together, like Rockefeller Records, Bad Boy, you know, um, all those different folks, you know, Jay Z, you know, Diddy, everyone coming out, and then now to today, where you got your trap. That seemed like such a big gap. Like, what, what was the um? Only other I guess thing. I'm, 
only, uh, only, other, only other gap that you have in between there was like your when it kind of got alternative with like Kanye West and things like that. Yeah, because I'm, I'm trying to think like late '90s who like the the popping rappers were like around that time. Late '90s, you had your Outkast and stuff like that getting ready to come out, okay. Jay Z and all them. Like I okay. said, you know, because that's because when when you got when you got past the, the late '80s, growing into the '90s, you had East Coast, West Coast. Yeah, like so, right. I, I, I get that so early it, to mid, right? Like, I get and then, that. and then when you go late nineties, early two thousand, that's when you pretty much go down south with like you know you, you had your outcast, your goody mobs, everything like that. You know, you kind of got your more you know southern rap coming in, UGKs, everyone. And then early two thousands, that's when you transition from that to the more alternative, starting the sound of hip hop. It's so weird because I feel like it was a pretty light. Field back then, like compared to how saturated, like yeah, now well, 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 you have a lot of sub genres now, oh, okay, you know, so that's really where it kind of transitioned. It went from just being just standard hip hop to now you got trap rap, you got conscious rap, it's a lot of sub genres. And, and the thing is, it, it really just starts with what you name it, and then it kind of just kind of goes because trap wouldn't really be considered a genre back then, we just kind of right. called it that. But now, as it grows, you know, I mean, you I don't think like, the trap is not even technically like a genre, yeah, for it real, is for real, it's not, yeah, it is, so yeah, I it guess, is. I could go to Apple right now yeah. and, and trap's gonna be a genre do your job how about that go ahead do your job go ahead cause I didn't think it was a genre I mean I know we call yeah. it trap yeah, yes you yeah, trap, trap trap is definitely a genre. a genre it's cool you know I just like facts <laughs> <laughs> no big deal so anyway that's kind of a backstory with hip hop but that's not really what I really wanted to get to I wanted to kind of cover to give it his you know give it his due credit but I wanted to kind of get some topics some conversation going around about like maybe like do you I know how everyone knows about hip hop I've been listening to it your whole life. When do you remember really falling in love with hip hop for the first time? That song or album that really kind of got you going. And I guess it's only right to start off with, I guess, when would you say, bro, that you really first started, you know, you remember when you fell in love with hip hop? I know I remember. Juice Guy. Man, um, man, I know that's first. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think it was. Fabulous really got me. Okay. Going. Okay, which fabulous joint? Come on, Fab. Man, what what was it? Was it uh Street Dreams? But definitely Outcast got me into it too. Outcast? Yeah. But I, I just remember like once I first started listening to rap, it was like over for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I was corrupted from that point. <laughs> <on>. <laughs> that was all he needed. I was like, oh man, this is like the best thing ever. <laughs> I mean, it was kind of like that for me too, because I remember for me it was um Lil Wayne the Carter the first one. I still remember, yeah. I still remember because it was the random shit of it. it. Felt like it was a fucking movie, man. My partner came over and this was back when you had the CDs and he had just burnt that motherfucker and had like burnt the, CDs. and it had the clear face yeah. on it. And this nigga come, he's like, nigga, you gotta hit this shit. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And you know, back then, you know, your mom and them, you they technically ain't want them to hear you listening to all that shit. So this nigga let me hear the Carter and I just remember hearing this. I'm like, damn. And then the funny story about it is like he forgot one day, like maybe a couple weeks later, we played the fuck out of that CD. He came home. He came home. He popped it in. We was listening to it. His mama got there around like four, five o'clock. You know, you when you know you get home before your mama get there for school. So we get home. We listening to it. She pull up. He like shit. He cut it off. He forgot to take it out. So we in there chilling in his room playing the game. His mama would turn the stereo on. She thinking she gonna play her Luther or some Uh-oh. shit like that. <laughs> and then Luther then on uh, Lil Wayne. Come on, I got a bitch in the back. I got a hoe in the front. <laughs> I'm like, oh. okay. So aggressive. Like, she, right. she yelled that nigga name. I had to go home. I, all I know, I know my boy got fucked up that night. But anyway, so what about y'all, man? What about you, most wanted, Jay Stu? When do y'all remember falling in love with hip hop? That's that's that, that's ours. What's y'all? 
for me, honestly, I don't think I ever really fell in love with hip hop. Um, I'm definitely a R&B like '90s type of dude. Um, R&B is my first love. <laughs> so, so you just like so we, that. We, I mean, I like some hip hop <laughs> songs. I, say, I like I like some hip hop songs, but I, I'm you know, really, you, I, I'm I'm an R&B type of dude. So the the weird thing is, I can actually kind of piggyback off most wanted with that a little bit. So for me, like probably when a lot of y'all was like geeked off Fab and like a couple of other people, I was still in like my random NSYNC phase. Like it took me oh, a while. Wow. It took me a while to kind of elevate <laughs> oh, wow. because outside of like. Pop music, like I'm like most wanted. I think I really gravitated towards R and B music. So the first time I really started like fucking with rap, mm-hmm. I think I remember Ja Rule. And where did I remember Ja Rule? Ja Rule's hot. And yeah. he was like, shout out to Murder Inc. It was Murder. Charlie Baltimore and all them. Um, but no, I remember. Re- no, what I remember about Ja Rule is that uh, that song with like Lil Mo and Vita. Like, I remember like a put it on me. Hip hop was more yeah. of a like the ones I fucked with in the beginning all had features. Like, that was trying to hip hop here. Yeah, That's what we so saw, yeah. like I kind of like did that, but like what I think when I actually started like rapping, rapping was probably like around Lil Wayne. It was after the Carter one. Yeah. Okay, but like. A little before the like lollipop ring, like Carter two, I was kind of like in it, in it around then. Yeah, but. like Fireman, Lil Wayne. Yeah, yeah. you remember No Siblings mixtapes? Of yeah. course, Jeff. Come Jeez. on, man. Yeah, yeah man, it's, it's light work. Come on, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I know, for I'm me, fucking, I'm really, I'm more on the most wanted side. Where like R and B is definitely like my more music genre, but like I rock with it from time to time. Well, know? I know hip hop is at some point in time touched everybody, so that's why I guess my thing. I, I just you, so for you, like you said, it'd be the Ja Rule era. Because I mean, I, I know because sure. I love that Ja Rule era too. I think I hate that Fifty kind of took my man's out like that. Because I mean, man, this nigga all the all way off the jail. Yeah. Like he was like, I'm just gonna go hide off for a little bit. Like I'm good. Because cause all this shit that Ja Rule's doing now, all these rappers are currently doing you yeah. know what i'm saying like oh, yeah that's true yeah. he set the foundation for like yeah. drake and all them yeah. Yeah. And yeah. all this bullshit with the melodies yeah, yeah. that's what i'm saying now everybody trying to sing and, and be gangster with it yeah and that, and, and and that's my whole thing and he had a nice balance with it and then niggas like 50 the mad rappers and, you know they came in kind of fucking shit up um all right so cool i get that kind of talking about murder what would be your favorite yeah. hip-hop label of all time like it could be like label, you know, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you know how you had the Rockefellers, you had the the Death Rose, you had the Bad Boys, you you know, or you could even go a little more in. De- I know for me, it's Rockefeller all day. That's me. You know what I'm saying? I was anything that Rock was putting out, whether it was from Freeway and the Boys to Dipset, even the Kanye West. Like I mean. I mean, I mean, I mean, you, um, you got, you got, you, you even go further than that. You got cash man, money. I'm, I mean, come on, uh, Miles would I'll, definitely probably be cash money. Cash yeah. money, yeah. Probably, probably the cash. I'm, I'm a new school guy. Okay. So I'll probably say QC. QC? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And look at me like, who the fuck is that? So, you know, I ain't want to ask. I ain't going to raise my Hey, hey y'all live in Atlanta, man. Y'all got to like, know QC. That's, 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 that's like, me. Uh, that's Migos. That's Lil Baby. That's City Girls. Okay. Oh, wow. All oh, of them on the same yeah. label? Oh, yeah. yeah. Niggas Coach got Fandom money. Pee Wee Longway. Longway, Longway. Niggas got money. <laughs> Skip it the flip Yeah. She Ooh, probably sucked oh, beat dick and let the hoe fuck. No, y'all remember? <laughs> I do remember that. That's somebody, that's somebody who's not here talking. Yeah. <laughs> I 
So QC. Now QC got some type type type. Um, I, I think the second one for me would probably be like the ten seventeen Gucci back in the days, bro. Cause yeah. that, cause like for that, that's probably well, you know, my QC for you. He got artists now. He I got mean, Asian Doll, man, Young Ma. Yeah. Oh, is that his? Yeah, I mean, I'm Asian Doll. I mean, yeah. and she the one like how she the one getting the day, iced though. out. No, that's Cash Doll. That's Cash. That's too many dolls. <laughs> <laughs> Too many dolls out here. And, see, and, and that's the thing that throws me off now with the new hip hop. It's, it's, it's so like because it, it used to be kind of more difficult to get your music out, but not literally. You could just be a rapper as soon as you want, you know. So that's the thing that makes. Because nowadays, you, you, I feel like you used to have to, and probably because you have talent. I'm gonna say that you used to have to have talent. I don't even think it was that thing. Motherfuckers have to be signed to be known. Nowadays, you can honestly. Right. Well, yeah, that's so that's yeah. It's all technology, right? Because yeah. back in the day. It used to be super expensive to get mm-hmm. in the studio. Let's yeah. say you had to pay like a thousand, over a thousand an hour just to get in the studio. So people were trying to work to get a demo made. That yeah. was the big goal. And then that you were doing something because not everybody had access to the technology. But as the technology got cheaper and more and more people started learning how to use it and it became easier, then we got more music. Yeah, just like even from the producer aspect, man. Just one, if you wanted to be a producer back then, you had to actually either have like an MP you had or to, something like that. But uh, no, nah, before that, you had to know how to play instruments for real. Well, either that or know how to sample one or two. No, nah, I'm talking. I'm talking before that. Oh, we, uh, we talking about with hip hop? Yeah, yeah. Like you had to really play the guitar, really play the piano. Like there was no, there was no MIDI. MIDI is the language that the computers use to create notes and stuff like mm-hmm. that. That's that Stevie J era. Yeah, you had to really play his guitar. You had to really play the studio. Yeah, I mean, a lot, a lot of, a lot of producers back then. I mean, I know just from what I was, from what I. Um, from what I knew is like you know a lot of times they take the sample records and they'll chop them up real tight like a Dre. A Dre will take a sample, chop it up, put some drums, and then bring some live instrument uh, players in and kind of you know make it a compilation type thing. Now you don't even need that. You can have yeah. all that right on your computer. You know what I mean? So, I would say yeah, right. a lot of the maybe because they are older too, but a lot of when I am in the studio, a lot of the people I work with do actually play instruments. Mm-hmm. So even True. if they create something like they still might be playing some drums live or a bass live or something like that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so I mean, I think that's interesting how hip hop has, has changed over the years when it comes to that type of stuff. So yeah, that's definitely another dope one. All right, so I got another question for you, my brother. So, all right, if you could produce a rap song, kind of like how Cali puts his own little touch on mm-hmm. things right now, who would you feature together and why? Oh, that a rap song? Huh? Uh, nothing. A rap song? Yeah, definitely. Let's keep it. Let's keep it rap. But you could you could be a new age rap. You could you know put some R and B or something in there. I'm just saying, like you know. Keep it in that hip hop round though, you know what I'm saying? You can even I, we, I even want the producer, dog. I want you to put, bring this whole thing together. You the producer. Okay, um, man, there's like a million uh, I know possibilities. It. I know, but um, I know it. I, I'm talking. About, I man, want that banger first, though. First thing I can think of. Let's let's bring Gucci Man and Waka Faka back together. Gucci. And, uh, <laughs> okay, okay. They squashed that little beef, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but not. Nothing like getting back in the studio and making catching that vibe again. So I'm gonna put Walker, Gucci, and then I'm gonna put Lex Luger on the beat. Lex. <gasps> okay, 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 okay. I like I'm that assu- combination. I'm assuming that's heat. <laughs> that, Damn. That is, now that you is gotta what, know them though. I never knew the disconnect was gonna be heat. this real. <laughs> yeah, this is what they call yeah. heat. <laughs> 
I don't even know if we caught it. He, we, we would just say they're turnt or something like that, bro. I don't know. Maybe nah, nah. crunk? Yeah, yeah, maybe crunk. Oh, hard. They're going to be hard, boy. Okay. But that thing going to be hard, boy. They took it back to yeah. crunk. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, Sean, I know you, I mean, uh, damn, uh, most one. I know you got to have one. One what? What was your, what was your, what <laughs> What you asking me? <laughs> I'm going straight R&B. Oh, God. Okay, go ahead. What what's what's the question? Go ahead, go ahead. No, what's the question? You gotta make you like your little dream collab, I guess. Yeah, you that that Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Look, I only need a duo, and I'm going with me, and I'm going with K, because that's my that's my first. Nigga, we talking about <laughs> y'all rapping? Yo, rap, yo, you look, look. K Michelle look. gonna rap? She 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 can, she can spit some bars <laughs> oh, okay. too. She can spit some bars too. So I mean, if that's what we gotta do, and actually. Before I really started writing R&B songs, I actually used to write rap songs. Okay. So I probably can go back to that. So, I mean, I can make it do what do. You know, I'm talented. We tried to get you to freestyle before we started. But look, before. look, I wasn't ready. It, it's late. Oh, you ready? You said you ready now? Pull the All right, pull the, come on. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Stu Jay Stu Who you putting on the track Oh, you gonna, oh he gonna pass the mic on Who you now. putting on the track Jay Stu um, I don't even know What it would look like Cause I feel like They have different styles But I would love to see Like Lil Wayne Mixed with like A modern day Like City Girls Or Cardi Just to kind of see Like what kind of vibe That would good be one. Yeah I would just be Interested in what that would be Like cause I don't Like I said I don't know What the fuck It would like sound like Because I do feel like They definitely have Like different messages And shit obviously But like I definitely feel like It'd be a bop Alright Uh maybe right. Wayne And City Girls Probably yeah. Like, I, like I'm, I'm here for it That'd be some shit yeah. Some ratchet shit Yeah absolutely Shoot I got mine then So, so me it, it would kind of go A little bit all over the place But I would put Kendrick Tupac Oh, and I'm gonna throw a little twist in there. So with Kendrick and Tupac, I want them to. Be- oh, he wants to explain it. Okay. <laughs> right. Well, cause you gotta understand, man. Like if, if I if I could just throw anything crazy together, it's gotta be something. So Kendrick, Tupac, and Andre three stack. Okay, hmm. all three. Well, that makes sense. All Lyrically, three. I'm about to say, I, I mean, your lyrics you are got, gonna be there. You don't need it. Ain't, it, ain't, it, ain't even go, it ain't. Nah, it ain't just gonna be. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be like the constant sweet and sour sauce. So like, who's, who's getting washed on the track? <laughs> Oh, actually, I would say I would say Tupac. Honestly, I was gonna say Pac too. Yeah, I was gonna say Tupac. I was gonna say Pac too. Out of that, Pac is probably the one taking the L. Yeah, yeah, I guess when y'all say it like that, yeah. But see, the way I saw it was, I was gonna pop it off with Andre, then I was gonna let Kendrick come in and kind of twist it up a little, and I was just gonna let Pac send it home. That's what I was gonna do. I think Pac got it started. <sighs> yeah, Pac has a different kind of like he he actually got to bring you in the intro. Hey, maybe three stacks gonna once go we get him too crazy. Three stacks yeah. gonna go ham though, to the point where we gonna be like, hey, whoa, hey, hey, yeah. hey, oh, oh, hey, hey. Mm. Like you think that was, about, a, that was a good trio though. Not not to hijack your whole uh, what you got dream collab, but just thinking about like international players anthem like. Ooh. Three stacks was snapping before the beat even dropped. <laughs> like, but that's, but, that, but that's why. But that's why I wanted. That's why I wanted to start it off I with. Like that. That. I liked it, that song. I can really see three stacks coming in and setting that tone to where it's like that. And then I, I just did. imagine sonically, like, because because who I was gonna actually have, um, who I was gonna actually have produce it was gonna be Metro. Oh, okay. Metro now I can't hear. It. Now I can't picture. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you why. And you wanna know why? You wanna know why I'm gonna tell you Metro? Because you gotta think about. It. I've seen. I've seen Metro grow over the years. 
especially with his work he did with Kanye on his last couple projects. I, w- I would love to see that combination because I know Tupac can rap over the 808s. I know he can do the whole little shebang. And then I, I just think that because I want it to be the sweet and sour sauce, dog. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I think Metro could definitely, especially with his sampling skills, that way it would, it would be it. new. Yeah, it would be a new sound. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Cause, cause it's got the, it's got the best of all worlds on it. So that, that would be me. All right, um, but that's that one. I, right, I got another one for you. So if you, oh, have there's to, more. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, hey man, <laughs> hey man, this, this is my favorite t- part of the show. I, listen, you into it? I feel it. Well, I mean, yeah, you did kind of try to put the me on heat. the spot. So yeah, no, it's all good. Well, you're doing no. good. You're doing good. So if you had to listen to one rap song. If, the, if, if your iPod only can have one Damn it. song on it, it only stores one, and you, that's what you got to listen to. Let me choose. What would bet- that be? Let me choose between two. No, let me choose because I can't. No, I Steve, can't listen. You, I, I'll let you go last. That's the most you get, but you only gonna have one. Can only be one. Most wanted. Don't start with me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't nobody want to go first. I got it. I got it. All right, Juice, what you got? Back, what you got, Juice? I'm going back to the LimeWire days. And, okay, uh, LimeWire. LimeWire. <laughs> okay, LimeWire. You know, they had porn on LimeWire. Oh, yeah, they did. One of them hour-long songs. <laughs> <laughs> what you going to do, like, With the a game? Whole bunch of, a whole bunch of songs mixed together. Oh, like the Touch of Remix files. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, damn, the Touch of Remix did have by here, damn, by That shit was, like, 12 minutes long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's your answer for real? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's so hard to narrow it to one. It's so hard to narrow it to one. You gonna be tired of that song, whatever it is. I don't know. Damn, I, I got y'all good with this one. You should see these niggas' faces right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's niggas a hard one. Stay, what's, the, what's the song where um um um? I'm so hood. You want to listen to it? And you Ooh. don't even know the name. With DJ Khaled. Yeah, yeah with I'm DJ so Khaled. Uh, probably that one. You got multiple people on that. You got damn near everybody on it. I think I gotta go uh, Freaky Girl remix with Lil Kim. Ooh, I gotta go Freaky okay. Girl remix with Lil Kim. It was between that and the Lollipop remix. Yeah. The Lollipop. I fucking Lollipop. love the Lollipop remix. Like I love that song. Still gets me Who's hot on today. Who's the Lollipop remix? What that him and Yay? Who else? Did you forget that? I did. Look at me. Look at me out here schooling niggas out here on the hip hop session. See, <laughs> y'all was sleep on me this whole episode, but now I'm a woke. I gotta go play that in the car now. Gotta be woke. All right. What? Uh, well, what you know, Jay, man? Yeah, I would say. <laughs> yeah. So mine is the the the, the, the remix of that Drake song. Man, it was um, it was with it's got Drake. Lil Wayne, Kanye West, and it ends with Eminem. I think it's that forever, forever, yeah, forever. do it forever, the forever remix. That, that 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 if I could listen to one forever, that would be it because it's got so many different flavors on it. You know what I'm saying? Check that out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it was hard, and I, I will say it kind of ended a little weak for me because it had Eminem at the end. Eminem but, that's, but that's but that's how I would have to put it because by that point I'm ready to hear it again because I'm like, all right, I didn't got to this part. Let me. I enjoy start it I enjoy that little angry white man. He cracks me up. Really, Marshall? Oh yeah, Eminem cracks me up. He's so angry. Like, he's angry. Like, I guarantee you, when he dies, y'all gonna find all kind of bodies. Like, literal oh, bodies. Man. Like, in his basement. I, don't I like believe how... this nigga have literally murdered people. Oh. And Jeff ain't saying shit. Whoa, whoa. Like, this, took, this took a dark hold turn. On. <laughs> Listen, it, it's real. So, hold on. You went from saying the white lady was just doing his job to them and them got dead niggas? Yeah, what's your no, point? No, 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 There's no connection. Here. <laughs> You're reaching no, for a connection. No, I'm not, not there. No, the connection. You missed is, the rope. You, you making excuses for these white folks. No, what are you doing? Not... We're not even talking about that anymore. Yes, we is. Let it go. 
It's done. The trial. Eminem ain't got no niggas dead in this. In this. Oh, world. I didn't mean niggas as in like black people. <laughs> I just meant like as in people. That was a general term. I got people. Yeah, okay. right. He just be reaching. Nah, that wasn't the reach. What's your next question? That's it. About fucking time. Take his mic. Thank you, J Money. That was actually quite fun. Like all jokes set aside. That was uh, you made me think. Uh, I, mean, I had a little more, but yeah, that was funny. Fuck I, I feel like that you, was good. I feel like you. I mean, because I, 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 I got trivia too, but it's okay. We can just. What's can the keep trivia? Going. We can keep going. Hold on. What's the trivia? Oh no, I can't fully prepare. We, we like trivia. <laughs> Give us some trivia. Give us. G Michelle actually asked for some more trivia really? on the podcast. She, she was like, "Oh, can we get some more trivia?" I'm like, "Sure." Okay. Okay. Well, I got a couple of them for you then. The way the first ones are going to be, they're actually going to be related to an actual artist or song. Okay? So, who said that they knew somebody? Oh, oh, shit. Uh, oh, fuck. God damn. The rap's in my head. I'm oh, trying to fix the person. Uh, Rick Ross. Nope. Nope. Look, I still nope. don't know. Um, <laughs> fuck. Some something about think somebody, something about something, something want somebody. Damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. <laughs> Cause I hear the rap, I just cannot get the Rick Ross don't know nobody. No, I know somebody. Trick Daddy. Ah, I know Pub. No, oh. no. Who was it? No. Who was it? I <laughs> know. That, 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 that's what I was thinking in my head. I just couldn't get it out. Yeah, no, and I'm thinking that, that, you're not listening. He said, "Who said they knew somebody?" What's the fucking answer? <laughs> well, I mean, I figured he would might know. I was thinking like, Rick Rose, Triple X. I don't even know who the fuck that is. That's existential. I'm sad. I know you. The, 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 I'm the, sad and lonely. I'm sad. I. Oh, I'm sad. Ooh, I know I, you. Ooh, I. I'm sad and lonely. I'm, I'm sad. I, and lonely? Is it lonely or no? You see, he fucking sad. Up. I know see, he you. Got one, he got one more question. He fucking up. He got one more. He question. made his own damn lyrics up. Lonely. <laughs> lyric check. Lonely. <laughs> it was sad and lonely. <laughs> sad and lonely. <laughs> that what he said? Yeah. Hey, when I looked up the when I looked it up. That's what he said. It said triple X sad. See, he on Wikipedia and shit. No, I'm not on Wikipedia. Oh shit. Niggas do it. Let's do the fact check. Niggas do a fact check on the lyrics. <laughs> now let's do the fact check. Fuck it. You done brought who, up some motherfucker I don't even know. Oh, he, he passed. He passed. Yeah, he passed. Oh, that's not the little color haired boy in jail. Yeah. Well, he got color hair, but he, and he was but, in jail. But uh, for but like yeah. snitching on his homeboys. No, you talking about um, six nine? Six nine. Yeah. I give yeah. up. <laughs> I don't know these new retire. niggas. <laughs> was it sad and lonely? Oh, I I think it's sad and lonely. My man's looking it up. We about to find. Come on, Jeopardy. <laughs> ah, okay. I'm about to say I, I don't. He wasn't saying long. <laughs> Juice is like I'm almost certain That that nigga Sad I, I, and lonely I, I wasn't the biggest fan Shit. I wasn't the biggest I fan I wasn't the biggest fan Of the record either But that's why I niggas. thought It was interesting yeah. But I uh, I remember when I first Heard you like I'm sad I know, I know you I'm How sad he uh, he Yeah <laughs> Did they find his murder uh, they, I yeah, think yeah, they yeah. arrested A couple yeah. of people Yeah they should have had homegirl truck. Never mind. Um, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, what next question? Okay, why won't YG spend all this money? Because uh, the white people don't. There you go. Yeah. Ding 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 uh, ding oh, ding okay. ding. Okay, now break that down. Tell me what that means. Break that down. <laughs> These are lyrics, yeah, bro. That, that, that's in uh, Big Bang. Oh, the song okay. Big Bang. 
I don't know about Big Bang taking Lil Bang. Like, see, you on some okay. bullshit. Like, can we, hello, can we get some up to date bullshit? That's up to this date. This is up to date, bro. Oh. That's like, that's like, she's up to date. Both of these. Can we get some old school bullshit? Right, right. That's what you need. Who will always love you? Oh, Whitney. <laughs> oh, Nippy. I'm great. I don't know who I love. Okay, who missed out on a $1 million lick? Uh, Kim Kardashian. Uh, Kanye out? West's who wife. Missed, who missed out on a million dollar lick? And it damn sure wasn't either one Looking of them. Looking like I caught a lick. lick. Oh. Well, look, I only know about the about Kanye and Kanye. I mean, Kim. Let me see. Uh, this was a hard Cardi one. was catching a lick. Uh, I think Lil Kim was licking lollipops. Um, you talking about a million dollar lick? Lick it to the middle. Um, I don't know that one. Oh, um, I give up on he, that one. Just pull, who? The baby. Look, who listened to his What's music? QC. With knowing the words. The Mickey Jones. It's it's the one that's probably next. That was a difficult one though. All right, so here we go. We'll take it back old school. What university did Red Man and Method Man attend? LC. When, uh, when they were in how high? Harvard. What is Harvard? Yeah, Harvard. Oh, yeah, it was Harvard. <laughs> Boom. It was Harvard. <laughs> Niggas one. is on the board. <laughs> it was Harvard. Right. Woo. Now I'm going to fuck you up again. Woo. All right. Which rapper is best known for releasing songs such as Bottles Popping, Hear Me Coming, and Dope Boy Match? Gucci. Damn it. Really Hold so? on, say that last one. Say that last one again. Say that last one again. Say that last one again. Bottle popping, hear me coming, and dope boy magic. Uh, um, who, who, who raps the Leto pumps in the club? Young Jock. I'm up. <laughs> Hold on, you said Gucci. Let's you, go. You right, you right. I was Young Jock. <laughs> Yeah, it was. I was close. Ooh. You was close. I was Cause, close. Because that was the. That, a lot of people, I well. figured they were going to say Gorilla Zone too, because he had yeah. similar esque songs. But yeah. And he was on part of Popular. That's yeah. more of a reason what made it more of a tough one. Yeah. All right. That's a good one. You get one more question. I'm sick of this game. What? <laughs> because you taking L? Shit, stupid. <laughs> All right. What was Terrence Howard's um, character's name oh, in Hustle DJ. and Flow? It what wasn't it? DJ. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I remember the white girl. The <laughs> white girl called him. DJ. I'm in charge. I didn't. Watch, yeah. I didn't. I didn't watch that. Yo, you watch us on flow. Nope. Okay. All right. So last one. Last one. Yeah, that was the last one. No. <laughs> who? Mas. So who produced Little Uzi verse XO to a life? No. TM88. My nigga. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love TM88. I feel like they should have just set up a trivia question okay, for Juice. Like, yeah, that, that definitely was, it, was, it was definitely about Juice. Hey, hey, hey. Well, y'all. we're going to move on from being about Juice. We actually going to move on to his main man, Riggs. He finally hey, got here. Hey. He finally here. Hey, man, he was just walked through the door. He was late, late. Pulling up. Studio time. Come on, man. Was you out doing some Uber Eats or what? That's the Uber Eats. They'll catch, they'll catch where that, that came from. Welcome to the show, man. Oh yeah, what's going on? Nothing, man. Really, uh, happy to have you here. You know, late and shit. Happy to be here. You know, talking about. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Listen, so we are gonna jump right into it. First of all, I just want to congratulate you on an awesome set. Yes, sir. Uh, last Thursday, I thought it was really dope for you to be able to uh, kind of get up there, put out your project. So, um, I'm just gonna jump right into it. What kind of got you into like wanting to be an artist? I mean, you know, most times when people are little, they want to be firefighters and astronauts, and you want to be up there, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the whole music thing started, um, 
I was like six. I was a ch- I'm a church boy, so I was like six. Really? Yeah. Does uh, the flock approve of some of these lyrics? <laughs> well, you know, there's always that one sheep. That <laughs> <away>. <laughs> always that one sheep that strays away from the rest of the flock. Mm-hmm. But um, ah, but Jesus is a shepherd. Hallelujah. Um, what Lord, the yes. <laughs> Shoulder bounce. Y'all gonna have a hip hop gospel album uh, by the end of 2019. Oh uh, yeah, my boy Kanye will put that out. Take the boy out the church. We'll get that. Talking about Kanye. Boy, what the fuck? Carry on. Get that nigga out of here. Anywho. <laughs> oh damn. We got- <laughs> that nigga Kanye West out of here. Bro. He's not even allowed to say his name on air. They know that this podcast has not endorsed that motherfucker. Yeah, I ain't endorsing right. that nigga either. Anyway, so um, yeah, um, church boy man. And one one year for Christmas, I asked my mom for a drum set. And she got it for me after like taking piano lessons and shit like that. And um, started playing drums professionally at 11. Damn. Um, with a lot of different gospel groups and stuff like that in the Boston area. And um, then I went to like Berkeley uh, programs and stuff like that all throughout like high school and, and stuff like that. And so that's when I like really learned how to do like a lot of production stuff. And, Berkeley. So you're not, are you not from down here? No, nah, I am not from Atlanta. I'm from Boston, Massachusetts. Hey, there's black people there. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I probably shouldn't have said that. No, but, that's that's a fair question. But you know, you know, people say that about Indiana, so that's a fair question. It's a fair question. Yeah, they're black people in Boston, though. Oh. So obviously, the I take it the music scene down here is obviously going to be a lot more opportunities for you than up there, correct? Yeah, it's booming down here. Okay, so when did you get to Atlanta? Got to Atlanta uh, March 1st is when I moved to Atlanta. Oh, so you're still fresh. Oh, yeah. Wait, fresh up in this thing. March 1st of 2019. Damn. Whoa, what? You like just got here. Yeah. Just, just got here. Damn, transplant like a mug. Like a motherfucker, man. So I take you used fresh to. Fresh titties. You, wow. You used to travel back and forth? <laughs> yeah, I used to travel back and forth. Damn. Uh, when this dude moved down here in what, 2014? 2014. Yeah. Juice. 14, I got down here. Alright, cool. What you got for Most Wanted? Oh, um, basically, I was just about to ask about where he was from at first, so we got Boston. Yeah, that cold ass city up north Boston. with all the education. Well, all the ed- so what they so, listening to up there in Boston, man? What they listening to? They yeah. listening to anything everybody else is listening to. Yeah, because that's the thing I always wondered. Like, being, being out here in Atlanta, we always catch our music and then we catch everyone else's, but... Like Boston, y'all just heavy up north rapper, y'all. Hell y'all, nah. hell nah. They, uh, they. It's really what's hot everywhere else is what's hot in Boston. Really, that's how it goes. <laughs> is it like, struggle as an artist being around that like in that environment? Because in Atlanta, we always around other rappers. You know what I'm saying? Are you up there? With, that, you know what I mean? Well, yeah. In Atlanta, y'all like support y'all. Own okay, they artists do. and shit like that. You they know what absolutely saying? do. So saying that, like, what do you think about the um, the hip hop scene in Atlanta? I fuck with the hip hop scene in Atlanta, man. I, it's it's a market that allows. Um, it's a market that like allows a lot of hip hop here. You know what I'm saying? Whereas up in Boston, there's a lot of like top 40 and like pop clubs and like all that shit like that. But down here, like you really get your your rap shit off, you know. And it's and everybody think like Atlanta and they think trap music and shit like yeah. that. But like there's a lot of different types of music and specifically genres in hip hop that really can go in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody in Atlanta is not the same. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember I, I remember when it started changing around like the Maconan type to areas. Like, you know, right. when you start going on Edgewood and you you hear all this, I guess what we would call riddle rap at the time. Mm-hmm. And now it's like the common thing. So, yeah, yeah, and niggas don't understand, man, because they think that like you, you people, people up north think that Atlanta's all like 
brick after brick and blah 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 blah. And it's like, nah, I think it's some of the illustrators of all Bricks. time are from Atlanta. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Ludacris from Atlanta. Luda. Luda. You know what I mean? Stacks, Andre three thousand from Atlanta. Yeah. You know, like so there's a lot of dope spitters from Atlanta. Big boys, super mm-hmm. tough. You know what I mean? Um, so. Yeah, this cast they can really rap, and niggas and Migos can actually rap too. And, and so, um, who would you say maybe pro- take off? James can rap. Take off. Take off. Offset the hardest. Offset the hardest. Yeah. You think so? Yeah, yeah. Go listen. Go listen. Go listen to that Offset and CeeLo. Yeah, offset it'll, it'll change. It'll Migos. change your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got on his new album. It's on his new album. Yes. Yeah, I didn't listen to that. You should give it a give it a spin. I had like two songs on there that I fucks with. See, it, it, see, and what's happening? The reason we're stunting our growth right now is we need brothers like y'all to give. Certain tracks uh, 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 Listen Cause that'll It'll surprise you it really, I'ma send it to y'all The CeeLo And Offset joint Is super hard I'm telling you It's not even like Your traditional What you would expect From them guys for <laughs> Well so obviously You always get like A lot of um, You hear a lot about The the popular rap artists So you talk about Luda You talk about T.I. Mm-hmm. And shit like that So kind of being In an industry Who would you say Is probably One of the more Underrated Rap artists that do not have that like mainstream limelight, but absolutely can go toe to toe and bar for bar with them. Toe to toe, bar for bar with anybody's big crit. Um, oh, I actually crit, hear that yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came up with J Cole and and, and uh and, and the rest of them niggas, J Cole and Drake and all that time. They came, he came in at that same time with the rest mm-hmm. of them niggas, but mm-hmm. like he never really took out because he was a little bit more country and shit like that. Do you, and, you think um, that's his, that that's what's holding him back? It's he, strength and weakness. He a different type of country. Like he's like a like that Mississippi real down home country shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, um he he was like on that real country shit like that. And and really didn't make he made records that felt good. He he made like club records and shit like that, but like there was a lot of substance in his music, you know, and sometimes, and it seems like a lot of times these days, like, niggas don't really want to hear that substance shit. People just want shit that we can digest, like, right now. Right now. It's you quick. know what I mean? It's the millennial we generation. like there's only a market for music that you play in the club, but it's like, what the hell do you listen to Sunday through Friday to the pregame? You know what I mean? It's a fair point. Yeah. So one thing that I want to know, um, especially because right now it's a lot of talking, like, how do you feel about uh, artists writing their own music? Or you know, not writing their own music. I'm not hating on nobody, man. Shit, like I'm not hating on nobody. Since, all right, so this shit with music starting to pick up now. I usually like I used to be like, oh, like artists need to write all their own records. Nah, 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 nah. And now all my top tier artists, all my favorite artists, all sick with the pen and they write their own their yeah. own records. You know what I'm saying? And I hold them in the highest regard. That's why, like as ill as I think Drake is, he'll never be. Jay Z, he'll never be cold to me. He'll never be Kendrick yeah, to me. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He'll never be none of them niggas. He'll always be a tier below them because he ain't writing his own records. Even though I think some of these records are fucking incredible, right? So he's always gonna be below that. But at the same time, like since we started getting shit popping with this music stuff, man, it's like I'm busy all the fucking time. It's like, yo, when did you fuck? Does Drake have yeah. time to sit down and write records, yo? True you know shit. what I mean? He literally gotta block out everything for. Months at a time in order to finish an album, you yeah. know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So, look at Rihanna. Yeah, how much shit she got going on right now? That's why we still ain't got yeah. the album yet. You know what I'm saying? Oh fuck her. So because you are <laughs> an artist, like when, like, how's your writing process go? Because I know for me, um, I actually freestyle a lot of songs and mm-hmm. then I kind of write it down. Like, what's your process in oh, creating? Are we making an assumption? Like, so exclusive here. Do do you write all your yeah. own music? Every last word. Hey, all right. Yeah, every last word. You got check nowadays, clearly. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely got to check these. So, days. how's that process for you though? Like, does it just come, or are you sitting down? Like, because, like you said, like you busy. Um, it happens a few different ways because I can like uh, produce my own records as well. Um, I can get inspiration off of that, but. Um, there are times where like I feel like I got writer's block and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I need to go out and find some experiences. Like I need to so if that's like, yo, I'm uninspired, juice, let's go to the strip club, like we'll go do hey. that if I need to go make some ratchet shit, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes I'll be in pain and I just write about that shit, you know what I mean? And it helped me get somewhere. Sometimes I look at my friends struggling. Sometimes mm-hmm. I do some fuck shit to a woman that I'm dealing with, you know what I'm saying? And then I'll be like, damn. Come on, fuck boy. I'm an empath. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, yeah. I'm so, so so then I think about it, I'm like, nigga, I really fucked up her feelings like how she feel about me right now And then I'll write about that shit You know what I mean oh, that's, Yeah that that's way. a real artist You know what I mean But um, Over anything else When it's not flowing If I hear a beat that's fire Or if I hear some chords That just hit the right way Bro that, that should just make the pen bleed You know what I mean Yeah so does it take away credibility for you for like artists who who don't write and like I want Juice to answer this too as a producer like because it's a big thing they talking about it more and more with the Cardi thing Nikki people on her head about questioning it for the longest as well as Drake so like it does that lose some credibility for artists when you find out that they do not write their own raps hell yeah man it's like all right so so if I go on vacation in mm. the Bahamas right. I'm on I'm on vacation in the Bahamas with my lady. We go to breakfast one morning, fuck around, see Pharrell at breakfast yes. with whoever he's with. He's like, shit, I got to set up in the room. Let's go work. Okay. If I can't write, you know what I'm saying? If I can't write my own records, it's like, what the fuck does Pharrell what what am I do now? Now we just sitting there looking at each other, looking stupid, you know what I mean? But if I know I got that pen on me and, you and I know I go? got the ability and I got the confidence to do it, we can go bang out an album on vacation. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like you gotta have I got more respect for you if you're an artist that can write because you always ready so to bring something to the table. Help me and the listeners who may not necessarily be into that back end of music know because like we for the most part know R and B artists to practically always have writers or at least mm-hmm. have people writing on their thing and nobody thinks anything about it. Mm-hmm. Why is it different for hip hop versus R and B when it comes to the whole writing? One, I don't want to totally discredit anybody that doesn't write. Because I think the fucking city girls are jamming. Hey, listen. Yeah. The delivery True. is there. The ratchetness is there. I think they the twerk is there. Dog. Cardi jamming, too. Cardi oh, jamming, too. Cardi don't miss. Yeah. Woman of 2018, easily. And like I said, them Drake records be jamming. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's, it's all good. So how many records don't Drake write? Um, because we don't know. We'll never know. To him, he talking about he writing his own shit. And he... Drake is a great songwriter. Right, 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 right. But... But like I said before, he probably don't got time. But I mean, you know, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes, and not no one person is doing everything by right. themselves. Real so, shit. Mm-hmm. And and when we get into the technical side of writing, like if you're in the studio with the artist and you suggest one line, you get a writing credit. It, you're you're a writer on the song. So right, right. Mm-hmm. And if you go back in some of our records, Juice will have a writing credit on it because I'll send him a hook and I'll be like, Yo, what do you think about this? And he'll be like. Uh, he'll say, what if you flip these lines? Or what if you deliver this like this? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so that's that's all a part of writing because yep. writing's not just what the words that you put down on the paper, yeah. but also like how the you say the words, like how that, you deliver right. them, like all of that shit like that. So that's Trying to get important. you an extra check juice? Man, I, I just be working, man. <laughs> I, and, and you know, me and Riggs got a good flow because we don't really get so caught up in like 
oh well no i gotta be the only one to do this oh i gotta make the beat by myself and you can't you can't touch nothing like i need to be solo it's like no we just making music we really operate more like a group right Mm -hmm. so it'll be like if ray's got an idea and he's like yo like like on one of our tracks unreleased tracks he was like yo add a bridge here we need a bridge on this i'm like what and he's like yeah put one right here and he's telling me what to do with the drums and shit and we put in there and it's fire you know what yeah, i mean yeah, and it's yeah. like we just gotta we we gotta all work together to make the best song possible right, right. so if, if this like a missy timbaland thing like if this a like this is pretty much a group between y'all two or yeah like, that's my nigga man yeah. that's just how it's rocking that's how we rock, yeah, so, we do rock you, so do you is he allowed to deal with other producers as well or just like hell a, yeah all hell right, yeah cool. hell i yeah. mean you gotta check yeah. sometimes it's like yo like this comes through me Like I'm the main producer mm-hmm. Right X, Y, Z Like I know people Who kind of have that arrangement With certain people In the industry For sure Right But he like my business partner too So like anything okay. Period Like anything that I'm putting out Like I run that by him Before I put that shit out You know okay. what I'm saying Because right. I know that he got My best interest You yeah, see what yeah. I'm saying So if like When he makes shit For other artists And stuff <laughs> like that I'll be like, oh, I don't like this or I don't like that. He'll be like, what do you think about this mix? Like, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And so that's where, like, being friends on the, on the, at the beginning of the shit comes into play. Cause you know that we got, like, our best interest at heart. You know what I mean? And, and just to get back to your question real quick with R&B artists who don't write their own shit, that's because, like, singing's, is is considered to be the instrument there. You know what I mean? Ah. Mm-hmm. The yeah. voice is, con- okay. Like while Jay Z is like one of the greatest writers of all time, right? Yeah, we not sitting here being like Jay Z is equal to Beyonce as far as talent is concerned. Like that shit is dope. Like Jay is amazing with the pen. Yeah, and and all right, that's a tough example because fucking Jay. Don't come for Jay Z, dog. <laughs> Jay Z is my fa- favorite rapper of all time, but um. I get where you're coming from with it. There, those are two different types of talent. It's two different types of talent, exactly. Okay. That's that's more so. And you have it to rate it, rate it as such. You have to. Right. I I personally think that like the greatest rapper of all time can't hold a fucking uh, a candle to the greatest singer of all time. You see what I'm saying? Right. I agree. I with agree. That. Yeah. I agree with that. You know who's the greatest singer of all time? I don't know who the greatest singer of all time is. I who's your favorite singer? He about to My favorite out. singer of all time is D'Angelo. Okay, D'Angelo, because I see I, I see you dabble a little bit in, in, in the vocals a oh, little yeah. bit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, you got your Drake Ja Rule like situation on some of your some of your mixes. Me, oh whoa, <laughs> whoa, ja Rule whoa. Shit. get that Ja Rule shit out of here. Come on, wow. man, no, Ja Rule, Ja Rule, cool. No, I, no, I agree, ja I agree. Kiss my ass with that. I ja agree Rule with him created that lane that you're in. No, the no, difference, shit. the difference is I agree. Like he actually has some vocals, right? Jog put me in that Jog's that like Hood nigga I'm singing lane Yes Like like, nah 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 Niggas can sing like a church boy You know what I'm saying So it's like Don't put me in that lane You get what I'm saying though Like I feel like Yeah we talked about that A little bit earlier Yeah yeah Jog cold So entering this business Like what Cause everybody say You know this business is crazy What have you learned To stay away from In this business Shit Niggas, man, niggas is what I learned to stay away from in this business. Niggas who overpromise and underperform. 
Boom. Ooh. Ooh, that's it right Boom. there. That's a word. Hold on, hold on. Run that back, Riz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta stay away from these ladies. You gotta stay away from these niggas that overpromise and underperform as well. Wow. Yeah, that was a word. Are we are we talking about music still? <laughs> <laughs> Apply it. Both of them. Because that could be a word. That can go anywhere. Both yeah. of them. No, that's yeah, some yeah. real shit. That's real shit though, man. Cause like everybody will promise you the world. Like as soon as they see that you got a little something going on or you got a little bread to break up or something like that, niggas be like, well, you know, I could do this X, Y, Z for you and you just take a little bit of money. It's like, my nigga, prove what you got going on first. Like, it's right You there. know what I'm saying? Like, niggas cap, especially a lot in Atlanta. Oh, yeah. 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 Stuck capital. I feel like I went through that a little bit because when I was heavy into my music, I was having interviews with um, Sony Records and Cash Money Records, mm-hmm. and that's what it all, it was all about that. Um, but mm-hmm. something else um, I have to say is, who do you get compared to a lot? I feel like most artists, like they try to come, especially new artists, they try to compare you to somebody. That's been the hardest question like the whole time I've been making music. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't know who the fuck I get compared to. I have no idea. Is there someone that you try to kind of mirror your 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 acts and talents behind a little bit? Nah, I'm just influenced by a bunch of different people. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if you listen to my music, you'll hear a bunch of different shit in there. So, like, if you listen to my music, you'll hear... Uh, uh, you'll hear Crit, you'll hear T-Pain, you'll hear J. Cole, you'll hear... Um, you know what I'm saying? You'll hear some shit. You'll hear Buju Banton pop out of nowhere. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Buju Banton. <laughs> don't be putting no spells in my house. I don't. I don't worship falsettos. No, no, yeah, that's a voodoo. Buju, what the fuck? You don't know who Buju Banton is? I don't know no goddamn Buju Banton. No. <laughs> no, I don't either. No. Absolutely not. I think it's one of the greatest reggae artists of all time. Oh, okay. That's not my lane. So, speaking of that, who's stuck in your head these days? Who's stuck in my head music-wise? Yeah. Shit. Chains. Uh, two chains be stuck in my head. Ariana Grande be in my head. Beyonce hey! be in my head. Beyonce's music be in my head 24-7. Um, uh, she's amazing. She's fucking crazy, dope. Um, Ari Lennox is killing right now. Her shit's stuck in my head. So uh, you weren't here earlier when we talked about it a little bit, and I'll kind of restructure the question. If you could have any artist hop on the track with you as a feature, mm-hmm. dead or alive, you get one artist. Oh, dead or alive. Dead or alive. They can be. <laughs> they can be R and B. They can be hip hop. They can be pop. They can be reggae. You can get Budabada if you want. Uh, <laughs> you, you let me know. You get one artist. To feature in wow. anybody you want dead or alive, who who you got? That's fucking nuts. Dead or alive? Dead or alive? That's not fucking. Fair. And Juice, I'll put it to you too. Like you can think about it. Like you get to work with Riggs. Yeah, to work with Riggs, dead or alive. Like who you think would be a really good? <coughs> Fuck. I got the niggas deep in thought over mm-hmm, here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got to think. Hold on. I'm still trying to figure out who the bada bada is. Buju Banta. You're going to have to go. You can't go on iTunes no more, so you're going to have to go on Apple Music and uh, type it in. Nah, that's not happening. I don't, I don't even know. I don't think all those like alphabets are probably on the keyboard. Yeah, it's, man. it's literally B U J U. I'm about to say, because I heard no fucking J. I didn't either. I didn't either. Buju? 
Oh, oh boo Boo-ju. I didn't, I didn't get the boo either. Bitch, because you got me thinking voodoo. Voodoo <laughs> 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 That's what I heard. That's what I heard. Dead or alive. Oof. Man. Um, I'm, I'm just going to say nip. For right now, oh, Nip would be amazing. Okay. Just cause, like, that's a that, nice that only makes sense. That's a nice thing. That only makes sense. Nip would be amazing. They would make a good track. Were Mark? y'all on the Nip train before he? Passed? I was not. I was one thousand percent on the Nip train. You were. You were not. I, I said was victory. I said once Nip died, sleep. I was like, it's a fucking shame because everybody will know that Victory Lap should have won Grammy album of the year. Album of the year. That yeah. album sounded godly, bro. Nip sounded like a god on every fucking record. I still have yet to listen to that. It. Shit is incredible. Mm. You speak about it with so much passion. Yeah, yeah, because that shit was incredible. I, I still bump Victory Lap to this day. From when it came out to this day, I still bump Victory Lap. That shit was incredible. Um, but yeah, Nip would be dope. Um, Marvin Gaye would be amazing. Come on, Marvin Gaye. Yeah. Um, What's going on? I would um, say listening to your music though, like you're a very diverse artist. Yeah, there's yes. a lot of stuff shit going on. <laughs> Just so, whatever you in the yo, mood Yo man for. sometimes I'm gonna rap about the ass and the titty Sometimes I'm gonna rap about social injustice Man it's just <laughs> It's the duality Sometimes the ass and titty can lead to social injustice You know what I'm talking oh, about oh. That's a mix right there Sometimes Boom. I know I need to be financially responsible But you know okay. what I'm saying oh, Come on, I four, think four, we four. all struggle with the that The nigga drive by <laughs> magic and, and you know that's Shit what happens So was your last project called Last Day of November? <laughs> Yeah, it was and called Last Day of November. One thing that I wanted to know was, like, where did that name come from? So, Last Day of November was a very significant day in my life. Number one, that was the day that I was born. Okay. Um, but then also, my grandmother passed away on my uh, on my 26th birthday. Wow. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, that's why we named the project Last Day of November. Okay. Makes sense. Um, so, one of your earlier projects, um, you have a, a song titled Games. Is that correct? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it, it stuck out to me. I enjoyed the song. Uh, tell me, what's the craziest game a girl has played with you? Ooh. Wow. Hmm. <laughs> what's the craziest game a girl to play with me? And I'll, I'll even flip it. Or if you can think of some crazy one that you pulled and actually maybe even got away with with a female, like what would you say the craziest one was? Mm-mm, ladies and gentlemen, I don't do no fuck I'm, shit. I'm, I'm safe. looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> and after do. y'all hear this answer, y'all definitely need to go check out the song. This is a really tight song. Yeah, I don't do no fuck shit, ladies, first off. So. Oh, okay. But the craziest thing that a lady's done to me, oh, this shit, this shit sucks because I was in college and I was trying to get with this girl real bad, this girl Lauren. I was trying to get with her. And um, Name dropping the shit? Yeah, 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 it's all good. It was like a, <laughs> it was like a million Lawrence at my school, right? That's fair. All right. So I was trying to get with this chick Warren, and um, she was just not having it. We had class together, like we would, we would leave and we would talk to each other and stuff like that. But um, she was just not letting me get with her. And then all of a sudden, man, I'm talking to one of my homegirls, and she was like, "Oh, I know you hooked up with Lauren." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Ooh. So Lauren was lying on my dick, saying that I hit it. I'm like, "Shit, if you gonna lie on me, at least let, let me hit it. At least let me hit it. That's <laughs> fair." <laughs> Don't yeah, time. Damn what the fuck Was the point of that That's what I'm saying I'm like shit If you gonna give me The rep for it At least let me hit it If you gonna wear my belt Damn <laughs> Did you, Were you able to fulfill Fulfill said mission Or Nah 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 I no. never smashed I'm still a virgin Damn Nah alright That's okay. the end of foolishness <laughs> So staying on that You know And we'll, we'll tread lightly here Um, How does being a hip hop artist Impact your like Romantic relationships If the If and when they ever happen They be stressful I, they be stressful. Hell yeah, they be stressful. They do. They be super stressful because he um, couldn't even say the right word. Good. <laughs> He's stressed thinking about it. Right. 
They be super stressful, man. Yeah, uh, man, it be some wild shit. Going on, <laughs> it be some wild shit that go on. The DMs constantly be constantly be jammed up. Um, girls be saying some wild shit in the DMs. Um, and especially like right after you just did some ill shit. So like, ah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like that show the other night that we did, girls were saying ill shit. Happening. Like that night. And it was it was some goers in there. Is that That's what the, the kids say nowadays, right? <laughs> some goers. Not the kids. No. <laughs> he said not the kids. <laughs> no. I feel like I've heard that before. No, that uh, okay. Never Maybe she on one. go. Yeah, yeah, she gonna go. She's or, on or go. She going, but okay. I think you tried to pro- make it a little proper with the er. No, it's, she just on go, bro. It's the first time I heard that. That'd be like, difficult, man. It be it be trying to like leverage the relationships, trying to balance out the relationships. Like you got you got beautiful girls coming to your shows. You got you got beautiful girls in your videos. You know what I'm saying? You got beautiful girls in your in your DMs and stuff like that. So me being a man of standard. <laughs> Come on, college. You know what I'm talking about? Me being a man of standard, you know, just trying to resist. And a child of God. And a child of God, hallelujah. Uh, it's me trying to resist. And a virgin. And, and a virgin. virgin. Damn. You know, it's really just me fighting all these temptations. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I think know. that I think you just said your next record. You know what I'm saying? Fighting temptations? Hey. This is a good movie. Come on, Beyonce. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. I think that'd be the that'd be the toughest part about it. Just trying to keep everything professional and stuff yeah. like that in the midst of being around all of these beautiful women who who uh more often than not be ready to go. Ready to go. Or on go. See? See how we did yeah, that there? There we go. Alright. So I would say this like for me, this'll be ending it for me. Um from the time that you started, what would you say? How do you think you've grown since your first recording to like now? Mm. I think I've uh, I think I've grown in understanding. Okay. Um, you know, like when you first start making music, it's like it's all it's all out of a place of love, right? And you mm-hmm. and then you know, so you start to put your stuff out there, and like you see how people respond to it, and mm-hmm. then that that automatically changes how. How, how you think about music from that point on So you know whereas Like when I first started rapping I was like I bet let me bar these niggas to death And then I realized that oh shit people ain't trying to hear that All the time <laughs> you know what I'm saying right, People ain't trying to digest every fucking sentence Every last word that you saying Like a lot of the shit that you spent your most time on Trying to be clever here Nobody's ever gonna catch that Until like listen to 100 mm-hmm. Where they understand the, the triple entendre You know what I'm saying so it's like it's like, yo, you sometimes instead of writing shit to be clever, you gotta write shit to to make people feel. Okay. Damn. You know. So I think that I think I gained that understanding. That's what changed a lot in the music. So it's not all like complex all the time. Sometimes yeah. it's just like, yo, you gotta get that emotion out. You gotta get that feel. You gotta help people like relate to where the fuck you coming from. You know. So mm. sometimes there's a time where you use fuck. Sometimes there's a time you use touch. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes. Uh. You know what I mean? Did you notice the texture? Oh, sometimes you need to be blunt. Sometimes you need to use innuendo. Sometimes you need to. Uh, sometimes you saying like, "I feel like I can't make it," and you, sometimes you gotta say, "Fuck this shit." You know what I'm saying? It ain't going. It ain't going. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's a just, time and place and a beat for yeah, everything. Right, 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 right. I feel like you just taught me something. Sometimes you gotta say brothers. Sometimes you gotta say niggas. Like, okay, <laughs> that's real. That's real. I got. I actually got one for you too, man. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So when you when you're intro- when you're introducing people to your music, yeah. or you know, if someone out there is listening, they're like, okay, let me go check this guy out. What would be your first song that you would refer them to? Like, what would you if, for just your new listeners? What what would you send them off to first to kind of get a good feel mm. for what you got to offer? Which should be difficult, man, because I'd be trying to typecast people. I understand it, but but that's what I'm saying. We <laughs> but 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 everyone, even their typecast, they have that one that. Pretty much globally Kind of hit everyone If you had to just pick one I mean it's kind of tough Because I know I could tell just from Listening to some of your stuff You're more well-rounded As an artist mm-hmm. But I'm just saying what's, some, what's one of your main tracks Like if you just Have someone You don't have the time To typecast them Or nothing They're just like Oh let me hear some I of your junk I, you, I oh, do okay. too actually Like I, I'm going to tell you My favorite Ooh, song by Okay you. well y'all Hold y'all answers I want to hear what it. he going to say it. first And Shit. then I want to you know, I would actually like to hear what the fuck I, I know, I know, and I, and I, and I know, um, it, but that's why I'm trying to. I want, I just, I, I want to get yours first, bro. Fuck that, I'll go. Oh since last, God. since last Thursday, everybody, everybody that I've kind of put on to have you listened to has been Uber Eats for me. Word, like it's okay. hella catchy. Like the lyrics is there. Like it, like it pops. I will absolutely say that. And it, and it may have something to do because you performed it. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, if you see a video or a performance yeah. of somebody, it sticks in your head a little more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anybody that I've tried to put like put on with you. Uh, since seeing performance last Thursday, mm. it's been Uber Eats. Word, word, word. I appreciate you doing that groundwork, man. I fuck with that the long way. But uh, I think, I, I don't know. I probably send people like either better or different. Like one of those. I like better. Yeah. yeah. Better I, I was going to say whatever's the newest. Yeah, the, the new show. Just go, yeah. with the, go with the, the latest. Like, because, like, I know for me, like, mixing the tracks and, and producing most of them, it's like. I I listen to it so much that like the newest stuff be the freshest in my head and, yeah. and then my skills improve over time too and we get better and we right, get a better right, flow right. of how we do things so it's like whatever is the newest is like the best to me do you catch yourself sometimes too like you know when you're like because I know for me just having a music background kind of like myself I I, my favorite tracks or my favorite material will always be like maybe the ones that everyone else couldn't really understand. Yeah. Like like probably my favorite one is like the, their least favorite and my least favorite will yeah. be like their favorite. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Uber Eats probably isn't one of your favorites. Is I fucking love I See, that's the thing. Niggas be like, yo, like people love these songs that I don't really like. I love all these fucking really? songs that I write, man. I really love all them shits. I really do. Hey, that's real. They, they all come from a different part of me. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So like Uber Eats, I wrote when I was in that bag, man. You know what I'm saying? I was in that bag. I was like, that's why I was wondering, like where Uber Eats came from. Yeah, man. I was sipping on something that when I when I wrote Uber Eats in uh. And you, you know what I be sipping on Duce man I be fucking smooth bro Fucking Duce and so I was like Hey girl I feel your stomach When you call for me You know what I'm talking about Whoa <laughs> that, that, was, that was a lyric yep, that, that was it Oh yeah What she wants she can get That yeah, was bring it quick You know what I'm saying So I was like Yeah That's Feel the stomach when she called for me So I was in my bag When I wrote that shit okay. But you know better like speaks to the other side of that where it's mm-hmm. like you know what I'm not trying to fuck all the time sometimes I just want somebody that I can grow up with you know what I'm saying get old with you know what I mean and um and, and give you that give you the longevity and, and, and everything that you want and man that's that's still the rigs that believe in the American dream with the picket fence and the two uh, and a half kids and shit that's hot um okay you know what I mean that's dope that's dope what, what would you think would be like one of the more challenging things for you as an artist especially now cause I, you're in the oversaturated market mm-hmm. so like what what makes it most challenging for you is that with I mean from outside looking in that's what it would seem like to me it would be like you know well the most challenging thing is is, is trying to remain true okay because um, mm. you gotta do so much dumb shit these days to get on uh, you know what I'm saying like niggas doing dumb shit so it's like 
if I see this nigga over here who tattooing like the whites of his eyes, you know what I'm saying, to get popping, to get people to pay attention to him, or tattooing Jesus. his all the face antics and, and stuff, you know what I'm saying, or, or dyeing their hair pink and, mm-hmm. and all types of shit like that, getting tat, getting piercings out of their mind and shit like that, mm-hmm. just to get on, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, or, or trolling on the internet or, or doing dumb shit, you right. know what I mean. It's like, damn, that's getting them on, that's getting them this attention right now. They replaced you know? the mad rappers pretty much. Right, right, right. And so it's like, shit. Do I need to be over here fucking around with that dumb shit that they doing real quick <laughs> just to get on? Not. And like, but it's like, so I think the the hardest thing is is just like, yo, stay true, because like everybody got their own time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Everybody got their own time. Like, fortunately, I was raised like with some with some cool ass older siblings, so it was like they always like made me feel like. Yo, everybody get blessed up You know what I'm saying So whenever somebody else Doing good Nigga you don't gotta be No hater You know what I'm saying Cause yeah. somebody else Doing good don't mean You never gonna make it You know what I mean It's just It's, it's their time right now So And that's clutch too Having sure. that old Them old souls around you Hell To yeah, keep your level grounded So you, that was, that's what you Keep in your circle To kind of keep you In pocket Hell yeah man I think that's the problem With people Like I think that's the problem With a lot of people These days Like uh, one When you hang out with a, Around a lot of niggas That don't got shit Right yes man mm-hmm. oh, oh, A lot of yes man Yo niggas mm-hmm. be haters When you hang around People that don't got shit Shit. Right, uh, or they don't got no big homies who'd be like, "Yo, mm-hmm. like you good? Just keep doing what you doing." You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like if you consistently hanging around niggas who don't got shit, niggas who don't got no older siblings, or niggas who don't got no big homies, and blah blah blah. Like you may develop hater tendencies. Come on, hater <laughs> tendencies. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hater aid. You know what I'm saying? But even the niggas I hang around with who are my age, like. They got shit going on You yeah. know what I mean So it's like I try to surround myself With that energy Got you know, to man Birds of a feather Flock together Caw See what I did there Alright I ain't get to say My favorite song so this is a song that like had me in my living room jumping around, like hyped as shit. It was uh Big Freak. That shit had me hyped as hell. Big Freak. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Do we even want to know why? I mean, it was it, it was hyped as fuck. Like the What's Big when Freak? when the when the beat dropped and what is it called? Big Freak. Which I don't want to fuck go. Um, Big break. What's it? What'd you say? Big break. No, I think it's freak. Um, you gonna tell these <laughs> niggas what it, they saw? It was, it was like, uh, hold on, 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 because I knew the words. Uh, hold on, I remember it was a part like some. I don't want to hear your mixtape. Nobody want to hear your fucking. Nobody want to hear your fucking mixtape. Big break. Yeah, big break. Big break. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, freak break. They all got the same. It's just one letter missing. Uh, but that, but that was that. I'm saying that what they had me in my living room <laughs> yeah. jumping around. I don't think I heard. I don't. That I one. didn't I'm hear Big Freak. Does it have anything Juice to do with shit? Hmm? Oh, you produced that? Yeah. Like that was tight as shit. Just I killed that fucking beat, man. Yeah, I need that. to bring that one back. I didn't hear that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah that shit. We got a video though. to it on YouTube. Rigs Come on, YouTube, YouTube. channel. Hey, yeah, yeah, check a nigga out on YouTube, man. Damn rigs. You can find me everywhere. At Damn. That's what I was say. Where can they find you at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Find me everywhere. Damn rigs. Just type that shit in. Damn Gucci. D A M N. All right, so I'm ask you. I'm gonna ask you a last question. This is just more so because. Uh, we'll get a little political just very briefly with it being <clears throat> this this has come up a lot uh especially since like the love and hip hop TV shows and shit like that uh with it being June being Pride month your honest opinion mm-hmm. do you think there could ever be a successful gay hip hop artist yeah y'all heard of Brockhampton no fucking dope Brockhampton's dope as shit um I know, uh, I know, uh, Tyler the Creator be like dabbling around with that shit a little bit sometimes too. Like, oh, I forget about. Tyler. I, don't th- I don't know if he's ever explicitly. You know, I think he has explicitly stated, but the only problem is I don't think 
I think he trolls so much that niggas yeah, don't know whether no he's trolling troll. or not. Yep. Well, I think a lot I of agree. niggas now they they try to stay in what you call the quote unquote safe lane and ride the bi line. Like That's they're him. not gay, like they're bi. And they feel like that kind of gives them a little wiggle room to still do what they want, but still kind of like appease to the public. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think just like, I think really what it is is like, as long as the music's dope, let that shit carry, man. Yeah. Let that music carry because, like, you know, like when Frank first came, when Frank first came out and it was like very open about like, um, like his sexuality and stuff like that. Like some people resisted it, but like still overall, Frank Ocean is very fucking embraced. You know what I'm saying? He's still well received by by a lot of the masses and the niggas that. And I think R and B and hip hop though is two different. Totally things, though. different. But yeah. Frank be rapping sometimes too. You know what I mean? He be yeah. on tracks with a lot of hip hop artists. But, but but furthermore, like the niggas who who don't accept niggas who f- for their sexuality and shit like that is probably not in the in the core fan base that you're looking for anyway. Ah, you know uh, that's a fair point. Young and Man got fans. Hell yeah. Oh, uh, I feel like it's always been a little bit too. easier. Ma for for, for women, niggas. You know, yeah. Young Ma, little Ma. <laughs> Uh, so you just gave her another name? Yeah, I'm be having time for the whole MA portion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Brockhampton's super dope. Check them out. They fucking. Who the dope fuck is Brockhampton? I don't know. I'm a. I'm a. They I'm gonna have to look it up. He on the same label as Boo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna leave this. This is my last question for you. Um, I know you. You know you're still developing as an artist. Like, where is somewhere that you a venue that you will want to like? Um, perform it wherever they holding the Grammys at of twenty twenty. Okay, twenty twenty. That's All around right. the we corner. Go, we going next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we gotta have that shit submitted. You gonna what by September? Tickets. Hmm? You gonna get some extra tickets? <laughs> they going to juice. I don't know how they give them tickets out. But, but what I'm you with it. what you performing on the on the show, bro? You Look, got, you I got two, need to be on the red carpet. Oh, you got two slots. What you perform? I don't know how we. I don't know what the, if the song's made yet, man. I don't know if the song's made yet. We can do twenty. If you making, so if you, you, I'm about to say, yeah. Out. If you making twenty twenty, you got to do something now. So yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I probably do something with some shock value. I probably do dark side on there just to okay. kind of shock all them white folks. Would you open with that? Uh no, I probably do that last. Okay, we, I feel like Juice head like head start spinning a little bit. Like, damn, what we gonna release? <laughs> he start thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking think about I, the unreleased joints. Uh, uh-uh, I think we getting we the credit in here somewhere. I am shit. We that got amazing shit unreleased. That would be actually hella dope if you like opened up with an unreleased track. But hold on, what? Uh, uh-uh, that's <laughs> no, why Ariana got canceled from the Grammys. Excuse me. True, oh, okay. true, 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 First of all, she left. There's no canceling. Let 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 let's be correct. All right. The fuck. You she can't can change it. overnight, though, man. She can change overnight. We could be here to here here today. You know what I'm saying? Little Nas X tomorrow, bro. You never fucking know. We got the devil is a law. Oh, I rebuke that. You not a fan? Nah, that old town um, road be going. Yeah, actually, that's actually, that's now that's now my highway song. That I get crumped to. My girl Beyonce looking amazing on Instagram. What? Wow. Wow. All right. So the next portion. Um, thanks for that. Like all that. I feel like you definitely kind of dropped a lot of knowledge for anybody out there that doesn't know you and interested to get to know you. So appreciate the opportunity. No, no problem at all. Um, so the next portion of the show, everybody knows we kind of go to situations. I decided to do it a little different since we do got my boy Riggs and Juice got in here. So instead of talking about one situation, I'm actually going to bring up a couple of different like mini situations. Okay. And I'll provide them to you two. And then like you as well, most one of you feel like answering. And y'all just kind of let me know what y'all would do in this situation if it ever came up. Okay. They'll all be music based too. So, you know, we'll keep the theme going. Cool. So situation one, you've given money to a producer for a track and, then, and you find out later on that it belonged to someone else. 
You gotta shoot him. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. No, sorry. Oh, so you taking him out? Hold on. If this, you don't get the money back, then. then you gotta shoot him. No, you, yeah, he's, he's not giving back. you the money back. That money comes Oh, yeah, back. you gotta shoot him. Yeah, I'm about to say he's not giving the money. Back. I shoot him. You shooting him. Well, I told you to shoot him. Hey, man. And he getting aired out on social media for for uh, fraudulent business. Real shit. Yeah. Because most likely, if it happened to you once, it's probably not the only time that that's happened. Um. Cool. So. Somebody getting shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he's Somebody staying on shot. that. Uh, Riz don't trust you, he gonna shoot you. Basically. (laughs) All right, so next one. So you're in a nice committed relationship. A groupie goes public and says that she messed with you. Uh, This is all hypothetically, of course. And she has receipts and all this other stuff. Now, I'll give you the backstory of it. It's not true. But she has gone public. The shade room that picked it up, uh, and all this other stuff. What what are we doing in this situation? I feel like Riz is gonna answer the same way. He's shooting somebody. I'll shoot. take you out. My nigga is shooting hey, somebody man. in every situation. Uh, hey, look, man. Shit. If, how committed is the relationship that I'm in? Let's say eight months exclusive. Are we eight months exclusive? Eight months exclusive. If she don't believe me, it's all good. Oh. If she don't believe me, it's all good. I'll just move on. Eight right, months, that's a long there, time. But if, but if there's wifey, you gonna have to you have to touch up. If it's wifey and we got life plans and yeah. we got we got shit that's tying it down. I got some little you. babies in the oven, like nah, bro. She gonna have to, she feel, gonna have to feel me. I shoot the groupie, boy. Damn. I shoot the groupie, show you I'm real about it, baby. If anybody come up missing, like they gonna ask for this recording. Hey man, look. <laughs> It's exclusive. Look, see when I say, see niggas get got me fucked up. When I say I'm gonna shoot somebody, that don't mean I'm a killer. Sometimes you gotta shoot a nigga in the leg. Show me serious. Just get the toe real quick. You know what I'm saying? You gotta shoot a nigga in the thigh. Show me serious. Now you gonna shoot me in my pinky toe? Hey, that's it. That's it. All right. So let's say you wrote a song for somebody else, and the song actually ends up taking off and becoming number one. Mm -hmm. Are you upset as an artist that you did not keep that song for yourself? Mm -mm, Because you get more money as a uh, writing it. True, but I mean, you know, I, I get that up, part. De- Riggs definitely upset. Yeah, I mean, you gotta think about it. Like getting success, somebody getting success off a song that you wrote, and as an artist, like you may not necessarily want to primarily be known as a writer. It depends. But a lot it of depends. a lot of them times, though, like those people are getting those calls anyway. Oh, you wrote this song? Like, yeah. hey, I have another project for you. So, I mean, I don't think nah, you- Riggs is gonna be upset. He's an artist. It depends. Though, He's an man. artist. It depends. It depends. It depends. If I wrote it for if I wrote it for a woman, he talking about Beyonce. Then I'm cool. <laughs> If I wrote it for a woman, Beyonce I'm cool. You cool? Artist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she got to be top tier. If, if I wrote it for a woman, I'm cool. Right. But if I had a city girl situation, it's lit. Hey, you know what I'm saying? That? Was that little Uzi there? Yachty. Yeah. Yachty. Yachty. Yeah, if I wrote real ass bitch, give a fuck about it, nigga. Like, and, and that shit go crazy. Lil Yachty said, I'm I don't with it. Fuck. Nigga, I'm sitting back counting. Yeah. All right, cool. They on the same label, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's all love. It's all staying in the family. But if I wrote it for a nigga, it, 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 I could have done it myself. I'm tight. Yeah, you literally wrote it and it was like, oh, shit, I can pass this. I'll get a couple of bands. And that shit shot up. But if oh, I put oh, if oh, I put oh, pen oh, to the pad for Brian McKnight, though, or, or something like that, you know what I'm saying? The nigga who's got, like, godly vocal abilities. Yes. It's like Brian McKnight or some shit. I'm cool. All right. That's I'm fair. Cool. So it really just going to kind of depend on if who I can't it do it my If I can't do it myself. And you wrote it for somebody else. And I wrote it for somebody else. I'm cool. That all makes right. sense. Because that changed the way that you write it. A little bit. Um, all right, so you have a random artist who you do not even know like that throws shot at you specifically. Are we dropping a diss track or are we ignoring them? No, we're going to shoot him. Um, <laughs> 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 yeah, this is all cap, by the way. Everyone's they know we're not playing. 
everyone's dying fucking with rigs. Everybody did. Um, <laughs> nah, we go. I thought we weren't gonna kill them. It depends. It depends. It depends on how we big just we are. Capital. It depends on. <laughs> it depends on how big we are. Hey, that's fair. I think it depends on if the track is good or not. Yeah, okay. yeah, he might get me competitive. Yeah, because oh, okay. the track. Yeah, they're going in. We got to respond with a, a track. Oh, yeah, yeah. We yeah. not going out sad. Oh, we definitely not going out sad. I ain't never been that nigga. We'll okay. be in the studio that day. Like, You're, Hey, drop everything you doing. We'll we got to drop some, get, right. get some vibes. We'll stop till we get it right. Let's get some damn. vibes. Damn, damn, damn. If we bigger than a nigga, we not giving them free press, though. Oh, that's fair. Mm. Fuck that nigga. Who's you just trying to get saying? a name? No, right. that's real. If I was trying to come up, I feel like I'd take a shot at somebody big just to try to see if they clap back. It a lot of sense. people do that, though. Yeah, it yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I probably Jay Z. Like on some shit, on some shit, Jay Z be hella subtle with his with his with his with his jazz. Oh, you, know you, you thought you were gonna get something out of me? No, right, right, right. <laughs> Jay Z be hella subtle yeah, with his jab, so he'll mention him like vaguely without a without a pronoun. You know what I'm saying? He'll mention him without a pronoun. Oh, know, we out here talking without some a proper noun. <laughs> right, petty. he'll mention you without a proper noun in the verse about ten other niggas as well. You know what I'm saying? So, I I feel like I know the answer to this last one, but I'm gonna ask anyway. Yeah. Um, Let's say that you manage your own business and you find out that a track that you recorded mm-hmm. that you did not intend to be released end up getting leaked. Most wanted. What am I gonna do? Oh, say it again because I want to listen. This the okay. answer is shooter. Like you should just <laughs> off the top. You should just. Hold on. Say it. No. Say it again. That, that. Basically, somebody released. Somebody leaked one of his unreleased tracks. Oh, oh so this is a, a James uh, situation where niggas getting stabbed. <laughs> Oh, so I'm a shooter. Hey, Jay never Jay shot him. He, nah, nah, Jay never. He, he just, he, he, he uh, what did he say? He cut him. <laughs> what did like he, I, he said in the first. What like I said, this is a Jay situation where niggas get stabbed him. in the yeah, club. Yeah, he, no, he scratched him. <laughs> he scratched him. He went home without an aspirin. I'm, I'm <laughs> didn't even know all the words. I bet. Cool, man. Well, that was it. That was all. I just wanted to throw a couple of random situations, have a little fun with it. Uh, shit, we damn near about to wrap this up. Hey man, win it out, shoot it out. Hey, no, I don't, <laughs> I don't, wait, I that's don't the wrong want message. That to be that's the wrong message. Okay, that's the wrong message. Okay, I don't want that message. to be the thing. Uh, you know, uh, it's okay because, like you said, we only kneecapping niggas. Wait, but I be getting, wow. I, I be getting fucked up though because I be thinking that everybody got common sense, and that's not true. Niggas don't know. How niggas can might you, not know. How can joking. you change personalities? I, let them know. Let them know. <laughs> shoot them. <laughs> That's gonna be my answer wow. for the rest of the weekend. Like I'm just telling people, I'm be like, "Hey, Rick says shoot you, so it's above me. Yeah. <laughs> it's above me. It's above me. Hey, the best western next door. Hey man, it's across the street. Best I'm, western across the street. I'm good. We Gucci. Yo, um, don't be shooting niggas out here for anything. Like talk it out if you can, but like shit. If not though, oh, I'm shoot going em. back to kneecapping niggas. Like yeah, shoot them. Dead. My grandma was real big on kneecapping niggas. That shoot them unless they that. black. Your, your grandma was real. She bad? was real big on kneecapping. Niggas. If they black, don't shoot them. Try to talk it out first. Oh, no, I'm shooting them niggas first. Right. <laughs> oh, we know that. You're just doing your job. And then I'm having homegirl represent me. So if I get caught, <laughs> oh, so, nah, so, no cap, okay. no cap, no cap, no cap. If they black, try to talk it out first. <laughs> if they black, try to talk it out first. We gotta stop shooting each other on some, on some real shit. We got deep real quick. All right. <laughs> Throw uh, them hands. Throw them hands. I'm off of that. Oh, uh, they don't know how to do that. Nah, that's not. Nah, that's very 2008. People if you fight lose, you lose, nigga. But throw them hands first. But don't, you live. But you live to fight another day. That's it. Hey. Come on, pops. Uh, Juice got rigs. Y'all got anybody on, y'all want to give a shout out to? Come on, Craig. 
Man, uh, shout out to Riggs, Damn Riggs on Instagram. Yeah, Damn Riggs. Him. We got a lot of dope stuff coming, man. Shout so just stay too, tuned. Man. I can't announce too much. Oh, yeah. Just oh, know man. we got some stuff in the works. Shout out all the Thrabs out there. The what? Uh, the thirsty Hoes, Ready, and Bobby. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you know Riggs. Thirsty oh, Hoes, Ready, ready and, and Bobby. Bobby. You know Riggs got them boppers in Boston and whatnot. You know what so. Oh, so now I'm boppers about to be using that shit. Boppers in Boston and <laughs> I'm about to be using that shit. Niggas gonna be like, where you come up with that from? Thrabs, man. Travis Porter, shout out to them niggas, man. I've learned. Bought a booper tonight. I have learned. <laughs> Y'all niggas <Thrabs>. eat shit. <laughs> Boston boppers. We shoot niggas. This was a very informative uh, session hey. for me, so I appreciate you it. You see how we rocking. Got them boppers in Boston. We just be ready to do it, man. That's what time it is. Jeez. Oh, right. yeah. Um, I'm gonna give a quick shout out to my girl G Michelle. She was actually the one that got me introduced to uh, these nice gentlemen hey, up here. So, what up, G Michelle? What up, Sid? All love to her out there for sure. Most one, you got anybody? Um, I'm actually give a shout out to y'all, and I'm gonna leave it to, I mean, to y'all, uh, Juice and uh, Riggs. Um, definitely, I would say check out uh, his music. Definitely a lot of bops on there. Uber Eats, yeah, Uber it. Eats. Um, definitely YouTube. Like I was telling them yesterday, like your videos, like was. Dope as shit. <sighs> Fuck yeah. Appreciate right that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate that shit. Wait, so you definitely- new shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I'm so I'm trying to be in, in a video. Um, oh, God. I'm trying to be in a video. And like, even if you got me sitting on the bus. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm ready. I mean, they was on the bus. Yeah, in, we're in, in my the favorite bus. video. Uh, I get it. <laughs> Can I just be in a studio session? Y'all gonna have snacks? Yeah, we oh, yeah, we be having hella snacks. Look, the food I know y'all studio sessions be right. lit. The food yeah. y'all had at the event, with the Thrabs oh, be there. Woo. Lord, the thrabs. and the Boston Boppers. Yep, yep. you're being, you being there talking about you a thrab. <laughs> <laughs> how long have you been? How, how long have you been thrabbing? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Now nah, he gonna be in there talking about some. Is this Buddha Bada? <laughs> I can't. Oh, you Buddha Boo? <laughs> Buddha Boo. I can't. Been for you. <laughs> Hey man, y'all go check out Buju Bantan, okay? <laughs> be to be. Get it right, get it right. I, I'm nothing. <laughs> One more time, Juice Riggs, let them know where they can find y'all on social media. Hey, Juice God on all social media. Juice God, no underscores, no nothing. Just the OG Juice God. Juice! Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all can find your boy Damn Riggs everywhere at Damn Riggs. D A M N R I G G Z. Damn Riggs. Damn. Uh, well, look, y'all can find me out here in these streets, but up uh, until then, <laughs> I'm gonna be in my bed because it's well past my bedtime. But I do want to thank Juice Guy and Riggs one more time for yes, coming sir. by. Thank everybody for listening this week, and until then, we will see y'all next week. Turn up, get them out of here.